Okay, Kim B, you're here. Hello. We're finally hanging out for real. Can't see. Oh, look, see mess, messy. <laughs> you can't tell from here. Look it's at mine. It's all blended in black here. Yeah, Blend yeah, yeah. Oh. I love the shade that you did. It's very pretty. It's uh, two different colors, and one of them like completely washed out already. Like, <gasps> that sucks. Yeah. The yeah. purple looks good though. Well, that, it was they were both purple, but one was like a blue purple, and the other one was like a, you know, regular purple. Yeah. So did the blue one is the one that washed out? Yeah, it's like you can kind of yeah see that it's where the gray is. Yeah. It's like yeah. There, but okay, subtle. Well, it's still pretty. I like it a lot. My body's like no blue. You're not allowed to have any blue. Yeah. So show off your purple wine that you were just telling me about. See if we can get it to show up. It tastes like blueberries. That sounds fantastic. I love blueberries. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. I'm on the hunt for a, a purple goblet uh, or chalice for my vampire chat with Steven. I want to have like a pimp cup, purple pimp cup. I have a blue one. I have a blue yeah. One. Here, I'll show you. It's right here. I'll show you. I got this in New Orleans, and when I said to, I don't remember if it was Lee or Steven. Yeah. It's like a cool. Blue. Oh, cool. And they put a flush in it. I can't remember which place it was from in bourbon. But if that was purple, that would have worked. Yeah. It's still, it looks sort of purple. Does it? Yeah, it, it looks purple on screen. It's dustier. I would drink out of it. <laughs> Okay, so I was trying to think, hold on, let me turn off my Facebook because it's beeping and bugging me. Oh, what happened? What? Where did my screen go? I'm here. There it is. Never mind. Um, boy, it got dark all of a sudden. Look at that. <laughs> you and me both sitting in the dark. How did I, how did I get so dark? Where, where did the light go? That's weird. But it, you closed that window. I did, but how would that, I guess it was reflecting on my face or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was trying to think the other day or this morning, actually, how did we actually become friends? Because um, we've been friends for a while now, but I can't remember how, like, did we meet through somebody else's Facebook page or like, how, what happened? Didn't you, what you, happened? Were you on the forum page? On no. Uh-uh. Like, I don't think so. He didn't put you in there, the guy that started it. He put all, I don't the people, know. all the people that we were friends, like there was a gang of friends on the forum. Yeah. So forum on Facebook. I was he, never on the forum. He might have just put you in there. Yeah, he, I don't I don't know because I'm gonna be honest with you here. I get added to groups. I don't pay any attention to that at all. Like people send me invites and stuff. I just scroll right past. Like I don't even look at that stuff because it's like nonstop. Right. So I'm in, God only knows what groups I'm in. For all I know, I'm in some awful groups that I shouldn't be in, but I don't pay any attention to any of that stuff. So oh, I could have gotten added to this group or that or whatever. And but it's like, I think if we look, we've been friends on Facebook since like 2012. So that's a long time. Yeah. yeah so it's, and so that's the only thing I can think of. Cause um, 
I originally had um, three Facebook pages, right? So I had one for my kids went to Catholic school, so like a normal family, yeah, the person one. And then I had one I was just had typo negative friends, yeah. Right? And then I had one that was like um, art stuff. Oh, and okay. I used the art one all the time. Yeah. And then I friended all my friends from the forum on there, and the other one I just deleted. I, you know. I ended up getting rid of it. Yeah. And then um, obviously the family one's gone. My kids are grown and moved out now, you know. Yeah. I don't need a normal one now for church anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, yeah. But yeah, um, I think I got on Facebook either 2011 or 2012. And I'm almost sure I, I, I just asked me that too. I looked and I was like, oh my God, I've been friends with her for a super long time, but we pretty much started talking last year. Yeah, because we didn't really talk until, I mean, it's been a while now, but, um, yeah. I, and I was thinking like, was it through Diana maybe? Because I know we're both friends with her, but yeah, I don't know. She posts stuff, I post stuff, she posts stuff. Bunch, we're friends with like 66 people. And yeah. All, all type of negative people, right? Yeah. So somebody posts, you, you know, you like it or whatever like that, you know. Yeah, like talking a lot or anything like that. You might like something. I might like something. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like that, you know. But um, yeah, it was weird. So, so, but I have to tell you, in 2016, when I went to New Orleans, right before we talked all the time, I told Marita, I said, I said, I know this girl. She writes these vampire books, and they would go really good in here. I'm telling you, them because I sat there with her all week, you know, in the store. And there's either like, like drunk tourists come in and they're like, oh, what is this? And then there's just like, you know, regular tourists, tourists that come in, right? Yeah. But that's just the people that literally seek out that store that know yeah, about, you know, for sure. It's vampire people, because there's definitely like, you know, gothy, heavy metal or vampire people that go to New Orleans because they want to go there for the voodoo and the sure, sure, sure. And they know about the store already. And those are like, that's your people. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, those, for sure. Yeah, because I'm one of those people too. Yeah, so you, know, you know what I'm saying though. So and I told her that years ago. So That's I said, "Funny." Oh. So it all, and then this all happened with book club. So that worked out pretty good. Yeah, and I'm so excited because we're it's like done now. I know. I know. Well, we my guys still have to get dressed. They're naked on the table right now, but <laughs> thirty are a lot to put together. Because you remember, yeah. they do 10 book boxes. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you know, no, you know. So they just That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's been a lot. It's been, oh my gosh, all the hair. It's been a lot for um, everybody because everything's handmade, you know? That's why it's so cool. Because even the goofy sort of silly stuff I put together, I mean, those took time. Those took several hours each. Yep. And even signing the book plates, because I did each, I didn't just sign them. I decorated each label. So they're all different. Um, it's just been super fun. And Dirk got to help me do uh, some of the cassettes. I did those track lists. Right. He helped me with some of those. So that was fun for him. Did you put them back but, in yeah. plastic or did you just send the cardboard part? It's just the J card. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually, because I'm like... I, if this was old school, I would have actually made tapes, but with cop people's copyrights and things like that, you can't really do that stuff anymore. No. But there are, um, you know, I do have a uh, Spotify list 
with all of the stuff on there. So, and, and the J cards have the link so that people can look it up. Cause I want artists to get paid for their work, you know? So, but yeah, cause initially I thought, oh, it might be sort of interesting to do like thumb drives with all the songs on them or right. something like that. But I'm like, you get into all kinds of copyright issues with stuff like that. So I'm like a Spotify list will work and people get paid that way. You could have just put your music. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, that's, no. that would be self-serving. And also that's, that's not the soundtrack for the book. <laughs> you know, there's a couple Lycia songs in there, obviously, but, um, you know, Violet listens to more than just Lycia. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's been super fun and like, uh, kind of hanging out with you, Stephen and Candy and putting these all these ideas together and it's just it's fun that we're finally we're finally almost there almost and he's packing boxes this weekend so that's kind of fun they're taking pictures he said i think tomorrow or monday yeah yeah i can't believe it it's so yep. cool i just hope that people uh, i mean because we really put a lot of thought into what we wanted to add to these. And it's been tons of, I mean, how many, we've been working on this like what, half a year or more? Like it's been a long time. Yep. So I ho I'm hoping that people get uh, the cheesy thrill out of it that I get out of it. <laughs> the nerd, the nerdy thrill that I get from it. They definitely will. It's fun, they'll get it, you know, when they get the book and stuff. Sort of like yeah. this once May's book, he says to me, Oh, they, they put holy water in squirt guns. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. You know, so I went and I got squirt guns and I made these little stickers that say holy water on it. And, you know, that was easy enough to do, you know. And then, but I'm so stupid. Like, um, I made the, I took, I made these really tiny. Yeah. Empires to hold. And then um, the author did her introduction and she was sitting there with a bottle of Campari. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was booze because I'm stupid. I didn't, I would have just made the little bottles. So then I made a whole bunch of little bottles like that. So now I have like, I have like 20 little vampire bottles. No parent. Those are cute though. But, but I, did, I did not realize that the name of her book that, that was booze. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I don't drink. So I know, but I didn't know. I'm like, I should know that. Or somebody should told me that. So she could probably, she might find those fun though to have. Well, I have them, um, so I sent some to Stephen just to send them to him. Yeah. Things or something. <laughs> little okay. trinkets, fun little trinkets they could throw in in purchase bags or something, you know, when someone buys something, just pop one in there as a freebie. I'm, I couldn't believe I didn't know that. I was, like, embarrassed. So. Well, it happens, dude. So Dracula, <laughs> he has two books on it because you're putting the two books, book one and book two in your box. That's so cool. So they're so cute. And they came they out really are. They're very cute. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I can't wait to see, um, you know, how people like them. And I'm hoping that tons of people show up to the, the hangout at the end of the month. We got to get, get people in. We don't get a lot of people in the interviews. We need to get more people. Yeah. yeah I'm club and, you know, they don't all come. So, you know, and we always give away stuff. So it's sort of like common. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, we've had times where there's only like 10 people we got like five gifts it's like you know. so everybody almost gets one yeah. which is fine and then there's the same people that come every month they come right and they right. win prizes all the time because they're there all the time right well i mean 
hey man, loyalty should be rewarded, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. anyways, but people should come because- Well, I have some very good giveaway prizes for this one. So we just released an album, Casa Luna. Right. And I'm going to have Mike and myself, it will sign this. It will be the one and only signed copy of this album. So if anybody wants a signed copy, they have to come and try to win it. Plus I'm gonna do probably a t-shirt, a Lycia shirt uh -huh. and some, a keychain, and just some other little goody things that I have around here that are pretty rare. And probably maybe some weird random stuff, we'll see. Yeah. I like weird random stuff, I'm weird like that. But, um, so it should be fun. Do you hear my dog? I can't hear you over my dog barking right now. Can you turn your volume up at air? I don't know. I can't even hear her. <laughs> dog damn barking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I know. It's confusing. Once she stops barking, it'll be fine. I don't know what's going on. Dirk ran outside for some change. took off. The front door's wide open. What the heck? I will talk louder. No, don't talk louder. <laughs> for some reason, Dirk went outside and it got the dog all riled up. I don't know what's going on. My usually, usually when somebody's dog, my dog comes in and starts barking. She's mine's so she's so obnoxious and like she's really old now, so she barks even louder than she used to. And of course, we have cement floors, which is it's like an echo chamber in here. So when she starts barking, like it literally, it's like a knife piercing your eardrum. But I think she's chilling out now. Um, when I was putting the blankets over my this uh, laser printer. I um, hit something and it keeps going off like a werewolf. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what it is, but there's something over here and it keeps doing it. So if you hear that. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. That's weird. It was, it so, was doing it all afternoon. I'm like, <laughs> what? And I don't see anything over there. So I'm not quite sure what it is. Maybe I'm it's an actual werewolf. Maybe. <laughs> I wish, kind of, kind of. Right. Depends on depends on what uh, genre of werewolf I guess it is. Exactly. With, who wrote the story? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm super excited about it. And after we finish here, I'm gonna make my video for the club. Cool. Which I'm really nervous about because I have no idea what to say, but. I know. We'll see. Did you watch any of the other ones? I didn't because I don't want, I, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't want to. Well, they're all, they're all different. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, I saw them when they, I've seen them. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't want to, I'm just going to wing it. Like I do everything. I literally just wing everything. That's so good. we'll Some see how it goes. Like really, really like good at that. And I'm like, oh, they must do book clubs like all the time. Yeah, probably. Them, that's the only thing I could think of or like that kind of interview yeah and I'm super awkward at everything so like he you know he's like uh describe your book and I'm just like mm, I'm not good at that 
<laughs> I'm really not good at it. You can ask me questions and I'll have really, you know, thoughtful answers about it. But to just go, what's your book about? I'm just like, uh, vampires, uh, whatever. You say the thing about how when you, you dreamt it. Yeah. And that they talk to you, they, they kind of tell you what to write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. But I'm going to keep it real chill because I want the main thing for us to be hanging out and talking about the books. Like, I'm not going to, it's going to be very basic and very simple because I, I want people to hang out. Like, I want us to hang out together and talk about it. And uh, so I'm not going to give a ton of detail or anything like that. I'm just going to be super chill. Like, I, uh, you know, I can just picture um if violet was a real person just being like can you please shut up like <laughs> i mean she is a real person but if she was just like i could just picture her being like oh shut up you're embarrassing me i posted on her page yesterday huh i posted on her page yesterday <gasps> i didn't see that i don't get half my notifications i'll have to go look yeah yeah She's not very active on there. She's got a lot of things going on at the moment. She's not, she doesn't post on Facebook a whole lot. Yeah. Roman has his own Facebook. Page too. Oh, I'm going to like that one too. Yeah, he's on there too, but he, um, what is the good child doing outside? What is going on? Hold on a second. Hey, hey, Mike. What's going on with Dirk outside? Okay. He's like outside pacing around crying. <laughs> Are you on mute right now? No. I don't know what's going on. There's drama at the house. I don't know what's going on. I hope he's okay. He's fine. He was. He got in trouble for not cleaning his room. So I think he's pouting. Uh, all men pout. Girl. Even the tiny ones, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Such drama. See, you never know what you're going to get when you tune into this stupid show. <laughs> show. So is school over for him now? Yeah, he's done. His last day was Thursday. Oh, lucky him. I know. I know. I wish we could get, could get the summer off sure. ourselves. Oh, my I'm Lord. always. So. Always. Yeah, I, it's such a, life is so freaking stressful. So much stuff going on all the time. Drama, drama, drama everywhere. And I, I don't know what's going on. This whole week I've had anxiety. I'm, I'm positive it's just hormonal because there's no logical, like there's no, I'm not, I'm not technically stressed out about anything officially, you know, besides normal life, whatever. And like right now I'm like cooking hot. Like I'm so hot right now. So I'm always hot. It's so aggravating. Like, and we get like two weeks of cold weather here. So I tell you all the time we get cold weather and I can't wear warm clothes. Like I can't wear sweaters and turtlenecks and, you know, nice fuzzy sweaters. I can't, I, I just get so hot. Yes. I wear a sweat jacket all winter. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going out hiking in the woods. Right. Something, you know? <laughs> right. I do have boots, you know, but you know, to walk in the snow with the dog, but I cannot wear anything warm. I've all met stuff is packed away. I know. It's like far and few between, you know, when you get sweatpants and they're really old and they get really thin. I have yeah. 
like yeah pants that are thick I can't wear them they're too hot I know I'm the same way like I can I I love it when it's cool enough here to actually wear a long sleeve shirt but again they're like thin like super thin long sleeve shirts and like hoodies and stuff you know because it does get like I mean it doesn't get cold here but sometimes when you go out like late at night or in the morning which is when I was doing a lot of my walking it'll be like you know 35 40 degrees and stuff and you can wear a sweatshirt comfortably but if I but if I'm doing a walk where I'm like doing like five miles or whatever I still get hot right and end up taking the hoodie off and like throwing it in the yard as I'm doing laps or whatever because it just I I'm just hot all the freaking time me too it's it's a a curse yeah and I have friends who are just like freezing cold all the time and I'm like well that would suck too but at least you can put clothes on or go take a hot bath you know exactly I don't know when you're hot that's it yeah so I know it's, it's just starting to get hot here and everything's closed up here and our windows are locked and our windows are like 75 years old they're hard to open there's like two that I have open and one in the kitchen one in the bathroom those open okay right but like the ones in my bedroom can't open them very well you know get them open for the summer they don't you don't get them closed and locked every night when you close them you can't right yeah he doesn't like when I open them because when the air goes on he wants everything tightly closed you know yeah and so he says to me this morning like well I'm not going to open the windows because it was like the first hot day and I'm like I didn't ask you to open the windows but it was so hot you know yeah hands going and it just pushes around hot air and I'm like yeah it's May and it started already and it's not even really hot yet, you know, but it's, it's like, I can't yeah. it at all. It's like, I get so hot, you know, it all makes me angry. <laughs> well, in like all winter I'm hot because yeah. I live with old people and they're cold. So they got the heat on. Ugh. I yeah. would rather be cold and then put a sweater on. I agree. I you agree know? completely. So, yeah. I like if it was if I could control the temperature because Mike and Dirk are always cold right I would have it set at like 60 degrees exactly yeah I think ours is like it's 68 or or 69 I don't know but I'm like ours is 77 yeah that's yeah but see because it's so hot here if you have it below that it will literally run nonstop. Exactly. And, and then your bill would be just off the charts ridiculous. But nevertheless, if it was up to me, I would have it set for like 60 and then because you sleep better in the cold for one thing. You yeah, know. I think so. Yeah. So they finished the bathroom this week, finally. You know, we yeah. bathroom construction. And um, we used to have like one of those plastic door enclosures you know for the shower yeah crappy so we're not putting one up because my kids moved out we just have like this nice new bathtub now right so we got a pole and um i'm like oh i have a shower curtain and i'm digging through my cupboard and i find it i bought it god knows when years ago in the first week of november and it's like white with skeletons on it so i must have seen it somewhere i got it for like two dollars you know yeah get marshals or something and um so i get it out and my husband's like like uh, yeah okay so little by little each room is starting to get more spooky (laughs) little by little it it creeps in you know yeah people come over to my house to buy stuff or to come see me for whatever for art stuff and they always walk in and you can tell they always go like "Hmm." like they think it's gonna be like the adams family house when they walk in my house yeah 
and I got a lot of stuff, but it's still kind of normal, you know. Yeah. But um, I got a lot of paintings and stuff up in the living room and things, but it's not as spooky as people think it, you know. Yeah, sure. And my office is like a mess, but, you know, it's spooky. Yeah, I mean, ours is a mix of, nor- like, I guess, quote, unquote, normal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, nor- what is, nor- I don't know. You know, like normal people. You just like what you like. So to me, this is not weird. But yeah. I know I sometimes wonder, like when some of Dirk's friends from school, when their parents came over for the first time, like what were they thinking? I mean, because I've got like a goat head on the wall and like, you yeah. know, <laughs> weird stuff everywhere. But I, I, I wanted to, but we have yellow walls in the kitchen. So I bought fabric to make pumpkin curtains. Like yeah. Pumpkin kind of pumpkins and sunflowers kind of normal not halloween looking yeah got some bat stuff in there and then i bought like different like pumpkin things and that's in there but it's not that much you know i mean yeah. i don't know maybe people appreciate it when they come over but but i, do, I think I- that people are interested because it's so different than the typical you know typical stuff that people have so it's kind of neat to look around and see different things like um my mom she collects a lot of things and she has, so she'll have tons of like glassware and knickknacks and just interesting stuff all over to look at. And it's not, it's not my style cause it's her style, but it's still interesting to me to be able to look around somebody's house and see all the kinds of stuff that they collect because yeah. that's part of their personality. So it gives you an interesting insight you know like your aesthetic is different than mine like yours is very halloweeny and and stuff i don't know what i don't know what you call this rant yeah i don't it's like i don't know i don't know what it is but it's different but i think that's what's cool because we have you know you and i have different aesthetics but we appreciate the same type of stuff you know yeah yeah Yeah. Halloween's the best month well, I mean, of course, you know, why not for so many reasons, for so many reasons, like fall is just, especially living, I feel like in Ohio, when I lived there, of course, I loved fall, but then you, you also knew, okay, it's going to be freezing cold here for like six months, you know, and you're going to be locked in the house, essentially, et cetera. As a kid, this is was, was my thought because you couldn't get out and play with your friends and do all that kind of stuff as easily as you can during the spring and summer, whatever. Right. So fall was like fun, but it's also like back to school and then, you know, all that drama. But as an adult and especially living in Arizona, it's hot here, like hot, hot. Oh. Last year, it was over 100 degrees until like the end of November. So the fall here marks the end of the extreme heat. <laughs> Why did so, you move there? Why did you choose Arizona? So, okay, so when I uh, first got into contact with Mike, he lived here. Okay. And he, he moved here with his family in the 70s, so he lived here. And then we, you know, uh, hooked up or whatever you want to call it. That sounds way <laughs> grosser than intended but when we like we didn't hook up but when we met and like became a couple or whatever whatever you want to call it um we decided well I wasn't ready to move away from my family 
So, and, and he, we were doing tours and stuff and it was easier to tour from the Midwest than from here because everything's closer over there. So he moved to Ohio and we lived there. And then um, in 2001, we worked in this uh, music and film distributor warehouse, which was a fantastic job for jobs because we pulled music and films all day long. We worked with music and film, so it was fun. But that's right at the end when, you know, when people started downloading every, everything for free and everybody's record sales right. became non-existent. Yeah. So one day we came to work and one by one, they walked everybody to the office and said, you no longer have a job. And they, they fired, well, uh, laid off 50% of the staff that day. And so we were pretty frustrated with just life in general at that point. So on our drive from work to home, we're like, let's just move. Let's move back to Arizona. Um, because my time that I spent here, I think I spent probably three months total in Arizona and I loved it so much. It was so different from Ohio. I mean, it's like night and day from Ohio. And so I, I just had nothing but fond memories. And then, you know, it's like in retrospect, we should have just went someplace completely new. You know what I mean? Just start, just start over someplace completely new that was more fitting of both of our, you know, personal lifestyles and what we want out of life and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you go with the familiar a lot of times and this was familiar and we came here, we, we got really good jobs. We have a house, our house is almost paid off. Can't really afford to just up our kids in school, you know, so now it's like you're here. And I feel like if, if I didn't have to work, I wouldn't care so much about the heat. I know that sounds weird, but misery loves company. So (laughs) if, if you're unhappy in one aspect, then you start everything else that's kind of shitty also becomes really annoying. And so, but if I didn't have to work, I don't think I would think as much about hating the sun and the heat and it's random and weird, but. I think that's, I think that's how my mind works. I gotcha. Yeah. And so how did you end up where you are? Well, we were living in Queens. We were living in this apartment. Um, He became a dislocated worker. He was a typesetter and it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, wow. They paid for him to go back to college and take classes and stuff. And it just, you know, we were never going to buy a house, you know, in New York city. That was never going to happen. And we had neighbors and they had two kids in the same apartment as we did, one bedroom apartment. And they had two kids and we were like, you know, we both yeah. grew up in houses. He grew up in Long Island. I grew up in Buffalo. We grew up in houses. Right. Space and your own bedroom. And so we went around and we looked, we went, we went to Buffalo and we went to Toronto and we went to a couple places. And um, my sister was living in Des Moines. So we came to visit her. And we liked it. And so we decided we were going to move here. Cost of living is really cheap here. She raised three kids here. She got divorced and she raised three kids here. They all turned out really good. Yeah. But, you know, how could it be so bad? And so then when we decided we were going to move to Iowa, my parents up and sold their house in Buffalo and moved here, like, in six months. So we were able to come quicker. Yeah. They moved to some little town upstate, about um, two hours from the city. 
so we lived there. We lived in Webster City for 12 years. I had my kids up there. It was, it was really nice there, and we had a cool house. The cost of living is really good. He went from job to job, and then he finally got a job at the post office, and so then he got transferred to Des Moines, and we moved to the city. But um, I couldn't really work there. There was no work there. You know, yeah. I'm an artist, and I worked at the newspaper for minimum wage, <laughs> and then I ended up working at a quick printer, you know, for, like, minimum wage. It was, yeah. like, like, my last job in New York, I was an assistant art director, and our art director was on maternity leave, and I functioned as art director while she was gone. Yeah. We thought we were going to move here, and we were going to move right to Des Moines, you know, when we moved here, and we didn't. We ended up going to Webster City, again, like two hours away. And so I didn't work for 12 years. And then when we right. moved to Des Moines, I was, like, out of the marketplace for so long. Sure. Old, basically old. And I'd go to these job interviews, and there were, you know, people that are, like, 15 years younger than me interviewing me and stuff, and, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. So yeah. I ended up um, not not working. You know, I don't work. So I um I started teaching some classes at different art galleries, making monsters and stuff like that. And then I got a job at Joanne Fabrics as a sewing teacher, and I worked there for like eight years. Yeah. And um and then I met Marita. Marita found me on the internet. So. That's awesome. Yay! So and all I ever wanted to do was just stay home and make monsters. You know, yeah. Most that's all you know. Like, oh, I wish I could just like do this all the time, you know. Because you can't just do that all the time if you're not selling them, you know. Exactly. And, you know, and when I'm here in um, Des Moines, I um, since I moved here, there was a um, there was somebody here that put on these art shows every month for like seven months out of the year, and I did them for years, like every month. And so I made more and more different monsters and stuff, and then I think it was um gosh, I can't remember, 2012 or 2013. And Marita found me on Facebook because I had made a voodoo doll for somebody that I'd worked with that retired. Yeah. <laughs> so I made this voodoo doll and um, she saw it and she sent me this message on Facebook on my business page. And she says, um, I sell real voodoo dolls from like this lady out in Swamp makes these voodoo dolls. She goes, you should go to my website and check it out and see what are like my real voodoo dolls. Yours is really cute and stuff. So I don't know who sent it to her, how she saw it or what. So she gives me this link and I click on it and it opens up and it says, you know, boutique, um, boutique du vampire. And I was like, what? You know, cause I love vampires. Sure. They're clicking around and I'm, I almost had a heart attack. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I immediately wrote back to her and I was like, I make stuff, you know? And at the time, um, sugar skull stuff was really, really popular. Yeah. I was making all this different sugar skull stuff and um, the little, these guys, I call them little dead guys, these, yeah. these yeah. guys. And, um, oh my God, I've sold over a thousand of these guys. That's awesome. Coffins. They come in a coffin. So I call them little dead guys in coffins because I'm so creative with my naming. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, Truth I, in I, advertising. I, I um, made, I think it was 85 of them for a show once and I sold all 85 of them at one show in Des Moines. So yeah. So I mean, I've sold a lot of these. Anyway, so she started buying these and then she comes up with, she's so clever. She comes up with these little like ideas. So yeah. she put them into worry dolls and we, there's a scroll and it tells you, you know, you know what a worry doll is. Yeah. You do it before you go to bed and you're supposed to take your worries away. So you can yeah. And then that's the idea of it. And then they go in here and you're supposed to close a little coffin up. And um, she's so clever. She comes up with all these like really cool ideas for the different art things that she has. You know, she works with the artists. Yeah, and her get along really good, and we she comes up with these things, and we just like we work really well together, you know. It's, it's yeah, 
she's like the best boss in the world. So that's you know, fantastic. The easiest person to work with. And she thinks or we think alike. I should say, I shouldn't say she thinks like me, but we think alike, you know, and I've been doing ads for her for the cafe. Yeah. And um, I can't so wait to go there. She says, Oh, can you use such and such? And then I'll spend a little time and I'll find something. And she's always like, Oh, perfect. And I'm like, Oh, she's so easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people you work with, they have you change every single thing. Can you change the typeface, change the color? Right. You do it because, you know, they pay you to do it. Sure. So I do stuff and nine times out of 10, everything's fine. She just like, you know, tweaking or like will change stuff or she changes the type or, you know. Sure, sure. What it says. Or like, you know, so I come up with something and I'm like, does that sound all right to you? And she's like, that's great. And I'm like, okay. You know, so it's kind of cool that we get like, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So it's really nice to work with somebody that gets it or gets me and then yeah. it's something I know what she wants. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. And I know what she's going for. So yeah, it's been a long time. We've been working together for a long time. Yeah. And stuff, so. I'm always super happy for people who get to do their art for their job. I know. So I'm like really lucky that I found somebody that wants to buy my monsters all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I have like a list, constant list from them. They're constantly asking for stuff. They run out of stuff faster than I can make it so that's awesome I had somebody that used to come over here she came over for about two years to help me make stuff and I would I would split profit with her yeah and so you know it wasn't like she was getting an hourly wage but we had fun she you know she was a girlfriend she came over we hung out all the time and she got another job she's got a real job now you know I mean <laughs> so much because we would get so much done yeah you know? and so like she'd come over and she'd be over from you know this time to this time and my husband and my kids would know, oh, she's over, Heather's over. So leave him alone. You, you know what I mean? Because we would get, I would get so much shit done with her. Yeah. Because we would just, and she was like really fast and she was really quick. You know, I'd say, do this, whatever, you know, menial things. Here, glue, glue teeth on the monster. You know, she's still glowing teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was great, you know, but it's not really easy to find people that either that can do it or that want to do it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anything. It's, you know, like I said, I would split profit with her, you know, whatever the profit would be from the, you know, the gig that week. So, yeah, it's definitely hard to find people to work with that um, you get, like, they can't, like you said, like they can do it and that it's fun to work with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard. But my husband's tried doing stuff. Like he was adamant that I should be spray painting these. Yeah. <laughs> Make it. It's just wood, right? Yeah. Inch coffins. Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, no, I'm telling you, it smells. It takes too long. It's a mess. You know, I got to go out in the garage. You know, with spray paint. Yeah. yeah. He was adamant about it, right? So he gets like a can of spray paint. I don't know if he got one or two of them. And I gave him a box of coffins. He goes out there, and it took him forever. It took him forever. Used up. I think <laughs> twelve with one can of spray paint, and it yeah. took him all day. And he brought him in. And there was still all these spots, you know, that had, you know, because you can't, you know. And I was like, see, I told you. And I can paint a coffin pretty quick, you know, after all the thousands yeah. of I've done, you know. Yeah, for sure. But so, you know, people try to always like, and he's he's always like, oh, you should get an airbrush and try airbrush. And I'm like, no, I don't want another thing, you know, another thing. Right. That I'm doing that I got to set up and clean and, you know. Yeah. You know. My workroom's a mess. So I have this huge table here and there's it's just piled with stuff right now. And I, I start putting stuff away and I run out of places to put stuff away. Yeah. Like, oh, so I was cleaning off the table behind me <laughs> today because it was such a mess. 
I thought maybe if I could just clean it off. Anyways, I literally filled a tub with eyeballs. <laughs> and I have like, oh my gosh, I have like a, you know, a couple of those things with little drawers in it, with the eyeballs in it. Like yeah. The, the drawers with you put screws or tools in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like three of those in, the, in back here with eyeballs in it. But I have, I had so many bags of loose eyeballs. That's hilarious. Eyeballs. It literally filled the tub. And I was like, oh my God, like. So many eyeballs. <laughs> What's going on? So many eyeballs. It's, it's anyways. It so if my room was a little bit cleaner, maybe it would be a little easier. But I don't want another. You know. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. And we have a small house too, so it's like really hard to find space for everything. So we we kind of like. Uh, you know, we record everything at home and it's like literally Mike just props his computer up at the foot of the bed. That's how we record, you know? Works. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It would be definitely be nice to have like a, a room set aside specifically for music and and writing and stuff, but you know, you work with what you have. So, you know, I'm I'm super happy that you have that space because you say it's a mess, but it's like you you essentially know where everything is. So well, I get if someone came in there and cleaned it for you, you'd probably be lost. Well, last year with all that was going on, I thought, well, I, I have time. I'm going to clean this room, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're so, getting snacks. Oh, I got you. So I thought, well, I got all these tubs. And I put all this fur in the tubs because I have just so much fur. It's just horrifying how much fur I have, right? Yeah. And my kids moved out, so I stacked all these tubs. There's got to be 20 tubs in my kids' room. Yeah. Fur and fabric in there. And the room is still a mess. You can't, I mean, you can, if you were here last year, you would see that the giant pile of fur, like the mountain of fur is gone, right? Yeah. Packed up. But it, it didn't really make much of a dent in the room. Right. Because it was just a giant pile of fur. Oh. Like you almost need a supply room and a work room. Well, my husband built me shelves in the basement <laughs> and I hit, and that's filled. It's filled up down there. I have like two tubs of fur down there. I got, I don't, I don't know, like a thousand coffins. There's a bunch of stuff down there. Yeah. You know, and then the Christmas decorations are down there. There's other stuff down there too, but um, I don't know. I just, I really don't know what to do at this point. I, this room has all these shelves on the walls and they're yeah. books. I wanted to like put bookshelves up somewhere else in the house and put books out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Size the shelves to put tubs on, little tubs. Yeah. Projects in these little tubs, you know? Yeah. So it'll happen eventually, I guess. But yeah, it will. So so I basically work in the living room. I have a table up in the living room. Yeah. I'm ashamed. So. <laughs> like, <I can't laughs> You know, and then when he's at work, I'll use the kitchen table to cut out fabric. <coughs> Excuse me. You know how that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um. Always, you know, we yeah, never have, we never have enough space, do we? I know. And well, I, I told you, I worked at Joanne Fabrics for a long time. Think about that. Yeah. Right? So like literally I, my paycheck went to, you know, buying stuff there. I have so much yeah. fabric and I start buying fabric by the bolt. Because yeah, I, I would get a fabric and then um, in New Orleans, they'd say, oh, we like this particular doll. And then I'd be like, oh, God, you know, and I'd go looking for the fabric and I'd yeah. buy it 
basket because you can't find fabric. You know, once you buy something, it might not be there the next time you go back. Sure. Not so easy. So I start buying bolts of the fabric, the most popular fabric. So yeah. Not bolts of fabric on top of everything else in the room. And then I bought bolts of fabric last year to make masks out of. So, yeah. It's like horrifying. Well, I suppose you could do something where any of the ones that, that you've bought that you really don't feel connected to or something. <laughs> yeah. You could, you I could like, I love you do. Them. Yes. Yeah. It's really hard. I did try doing that. I did separate stuff out and I ended up pulling all this other stuff back in that I had separated out to make masks because not everybody wanted masks with bats on it, believe it or not. Right, right, right. A lot yeah. of regular masks, like with normal fabric. Right. So, thankfully, I had a lot of normal fabric too, you know. So, but yeah, and I washed all that, you know, to make masks. And I didn't really like making masks that much. Yeah. It was like depressing. I yeah. did. I sent you masks, you know. I yeah, did. you sure did. He's got like 20 masks, you know. I made him constantly. But um, yeah, it was not like a fun thing to do. Really. Yeah, that's not a fun project. No. Well, people... I don't know. Some people really liked it. I, you know, and in the beginning, you know how people, they wanted to send them to the hospitals and stuff. Yeah. Well, it takes me about half hour to 45 minutes to make one mask from start to finish. Yeah. They found out they'd wear them like once and throw them out because oh. they didn't know what was going on, you know? Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, like I, it takes me so long to make them, you know? And then yeah. I watched people on YouTube and they were like making them so fast, you know, different styles and stuff. And um, I was really particular about like what style and how I made them and what was put in them and the yeah. fabric I was using and the layers in them and the comfort of them and the fact that they were, you were able to wash them numerous yeah. times, you know, and put a, you could put a filter in there. Yeah. You know? Not, I didn't want to make throwaway masks. Right. Like, somebody asked me to make those, you know, the rectangular ones that are pleated. Yeah. I, I had a really hard time doing that. Yeah. Like, I, I would stand there and iron it, you know, to get it perfect. And I see these people on YouTube and they're just like, like folded it with their hands and sewing it, you know, and they, yeah. it's shitty. It went like, man. And I was like, like, they can't be very comfortable, you know, yeah. you're just going to wear it for six hours and throw it away. Who cares? Right. I know, like I couldn't do that. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense to you, but it was like, I didn't, wasn't, I couldn't function to do that. No, like, it makes total sense. Make shitty masks. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do yeah. that. Yeah. So, it makes, it makes total yeah. sense. Yes, that was last year was kind of depressing you know it was a bad year in so 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 many ways yes so yeah and then um thursday night here after midnight the person that runs our state here threw away the mask mandate and all these um all these um uh, schools woke up all these principals woke up this notification that the children didn't have to wear masks to school anymore we yeah. have two weeks of school left I'm like, why did they do that? Why couldn't yeah, they? Yeah, just wait. Yeah. So then all these, all the stuff out broke where like, you know, some kids would wear their masks anyways, because they come yeah. from a mask wearing family. Did you get my drift? Yes. And kids were getting beat up and mocked and. Oh my God. Off your face. Yeah. I saw all sorts of stuff on Facebook and I was just like, oh man, like, couldn't they just wait two weeks? Right. They did the same thing here. So Dirk's last day was uh, Thursday. Yeah. And uh, I want to say it was. Last week or the week before, they said that masks were no longer mandatory. You right. could wear them if you wanted to. You didn't have to wear them. Right. But Dirk was homeschooled anyway, so it didn't matter, you know. 
but I, we were like the same thing. It's like, there's two weeks left or one week or whatever it was like, why don't, why don't you just write out the rest of the year? Yeah. And like, why? and so now we went to Dirk's school, um, for his band concert and yeah, you saw, and there was like 1% of the people there had their masks on. And Mike, you know, we're, we're, we're one of those mask wearing families yeah. and uh, Dirk wore his during the concert and everything while he sang and everything because he's very adamant. In fact, let me tell you this funny story. So we took the car to get it washed today. And it's, it's uh, one of those places where you just pull up and then they ask you what you want and then they do the rest of it and vacuum it out and do everything. Right. And so <laughs> he's such a little mask uh, warden. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> and so I have the window down waiting for the guy to come over. And I had my mask in my hand because I was going to take it with me to go wear it in the store. Right. And Derek's like, put your mask on. And I was like, okay, mask, what did I call him? Uh, mask police, I think. I was like, okay, mask police. And he's like, well, you, you're not wearing it. And I, so I pop it on and the guy's standing by the window and he's like, okay, so what kind of freshener do you want? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, new car smell, whatever. And then he goes, yeah, he goes, there's a lot of people that want me dead. And I just looked at him and I go, okay. He's like, yep, lots of people want me dead. Not wearing their mask. And I go, I go, so what? Okay, but why are you saying that? And he's like, yeah, I should probably quit smoking. I should probably exercise and eat better. But I just figure I'm just going to keep living my life and I'm going to keep living just to spite those people. And I'm like, why is he saying this shit to me? Like, what is going on, right? So I'm just, so I'm just like, okay, do you, boo, whatever. And then we got out of the car and we went in there. And I was talking to Dirk about it. And I go, I think he thought we were talking to him oh, because he wasn't, he wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. And I think he thought we were talking shit about him for not wearing a mask. But I didn't have my mask on at the time. It was... And had just popped it on, like when he was walking, like he was standing right there. So I felt bad about it, you know, because I'm like, ah, because I, I would never do that to somebody. Like I would never be like, why don't you wear a mask? Or like, you know, I might be thinking you probably should wear a mask in this scenario, but I'm not going to tell somebody how to live their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought, what a weird reaction. Like, you're a business and you're going, even if I did tell you to wear a mask, like you're, you, this is your business and that's how you're talking to your customers. Like everybody, what everybody a weird, it. it doesn't matter what you believe in one way or the other. Everybody's just saturated and sick of everything and mad at everybody else. Yeah. Really touchy. Did you notice, I don't know, you, you probably, you've been going out more than me the last year, but like, um, people don't know how to drive anymore. I swear to God, they're like, they're not like not using their turn singles. So many people are going through red lights. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, you know, that last car to, you know, make the turn yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Like constantly, like every single time. Like I haven't noticed that, but I don't really, I don't really go out that much. So my going out is usually to get coffee and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like not even a mile from my house or like to pick up fast food and stuff like that. The times 
so I haven't, and people drive pretty awful anyway. So I don't, I don't know that I've noticed any change in that, but I definitely, let me think, let me think what I've noticed. I've noticed it being worse than it used yeah. to be. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense I've to me. I've not out that much. Yeah. Like Ed usually drives and then he's yelling at everybody more than normal. <laughs> and then, but, and then um, one of the comedians, I can't remember if it was Jimmy Kimmel or somebody, somebody mentioned that, oh, everybody's out now. Do you notice nobody knows how to use turn signals and they forgot how to drive? And yeah. I, was, I thought it was just me. And we were on the throughway the other day and somebody was going like 30. It was just a guy in a car. It wasn't like, you know, a truck or an ambulance. Right. And we, you know, all these people going around and my husband was screaming at him. I mean, there's, it's just like one thing after another, I noticed. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. It's like people are like scared to go out paranoid to go out and forgetting how to like do stuff like you know what I mean I, I definitely feel the social aspect of it has made pe- like I'm already kind of social I have like social anxiety anyway and it's definitely not helped that because now I'm like you know you have to venture out a little bit more now and I'm like dreading if I ever have to actually go into the office at work because I haven't done it in so long you don't want to because I I work from home anyway, so I didn't have to go in that often anyway, but every once in a while we'd have to go in for a meeting. And not only that, but they've moved the office in the meantime. So they opened a brand new building and it's way farther away from the other one. So I'm just like, I hope they never actually have to ask me to come in because it's like, I don't know where it is. It's way farther and I'm worse socially than I used to be. So (laughs) good luck paranoid about going to the doctor I realize it's probably okay and everything now and yeah but I'm just like like I don't want to I know I know because I haven't gotten my eyes checked or my teeth cleaned since this whole thing started and I'm like well I'm vaxxed up I'm good to go so I have to start making those appointments and stuff because uh it needs to be done right you got your yeah I'm fully vaxxed up yeah so it's yeah it's time to go do that yeah and, you know, truthfully, because I did have to go to a couple doctor's appointments during this whole time, they were so careful and, like, meticulous about everything, so I really wasn't worried about it. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, it was a very scary thing because nobody really knew what was going on, and so, like, it was super, super scary, but then the couple times I went, it's like, okay, they've got everybody sitting far apart. Masks were required. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. I'm watching them wipe everything down. I mean, I, I know I had to go to the Verizon store twice during this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And they were only letting two people in the store at a time. Right. That's it. And before, like they, they touched the doors. They didn't allow the customers to touch the doors. And in between each customer, you could watch them through the glass. They cl- wipe down the, the chairs, the tables, like anything that a human being would touch. And so I'm like, okay, this feels safe. They wouldn't touch your phone. They would tell you what to do. So it was completely safe. So the experiences I did have when, when going out have all been totally fine. Like I haven't had any, I was never in any sketchy situations where I thought I probably shouldn't be here right now, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I didn't do anything weird either, but I don't know. This whole thing's just been like, uh, I know. I feel like, I feel like it's like one of those things that kind of changed society permanently. Yes, definitely. I mean, so many people are going to be working from home now. Definitely. 
Yeah. And just like, I know some people are super anti-mask and like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to wear it anymore or whatever. But I'm like, I oddly find strange comfort in it because I guess because I am socially awkward to start with, having my face covered up is sort of similar to wearing sunglasses where you sort of feel like you're hiding, yeah. guarded and kind of hiding. Yeah. So I actually don't mind wearing them. I mean, it kind of sucks when it's hot here because, you know, there's the heat condensation and all that stuff but like I it's but the rest of it I'm fine with because it makes me feel like I don't have to like interact with people if I don't want to <laughs> you know what I mean I'm always smiling at people and stuff I'm like oh they can't see me it's like you know yeah I've learned to do this oh gotcha gotcha, gotcha. The, the eyebrow raise <laughs> that's my but, smile equivalent now but I mean but honestly nobody really likes wearing masks they're not comfortable they are right so it's not like there shouldn't be like anti-mask people it's just so stupid they should, you know yeah I'm worried. I'm worried about it like flaring up again you know i know some horrible variant that's gonna like come out and you know we're all yeah. gonna booster shots and there's not gonna be any and you know you know and all the people that don't want to get shots it's gonna hinder it well, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of those. I know a lot of people that don't want to get it. I know. And it's, 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 you know, what are you supposed to do? I can't. And the crazy thing is, is they're not anti-vaxxers. So I'm like, why do you trust all the other vaccines? You get a flu shot every year, but for whatever reason, you think this one's going to hurt you. Like, it's not logical. That's the thing. Like if you were completely anti-shots forever, then I'm like, okay, I understand why you're also not wanting to get this one. Right. But if you get every other shot and you get flu shots every year, it goes through the same protocol. Like they check it the exact same way. And like the flu shot's different every year. It's yeah. not the same flu shot every year. <laughs> I hate getting the flu shot. Oh, you know, it always creeps me out. I always feel like I'm going to get more sick and, you know. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, par I'm paranoid doing, taking anything. So whether it's a medicine, a vitamin, a nose spray that somebody recommends. To, like, I'm paranoid about all that stuff because I have had reactions to things. Right. So I'm always like, oh, I hope I don't have a reaction to this. So I'm nervous anytime I try something new. Yeah. So every year when I go to get the flu shot, I'm obviously nervous because I'm like, what if this is the year I have a reaction to it, even though I've never had a reaction to it before? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was nervous to get the, obviously I was nervous to get the shot because you don't know how your body's going to react to anything, but I went and did it anyways, because I'm like, okay, well, either I trust people who are scientists or I don't trust people who are scientists. Just you have to put your money where your mouth is and do it. You know, I can't imagine that they were going to like, you know, poison the whole population of the world, you know, exactly. Just ridiculous. Please. That and like this whole tracking, people saying there's a tracking device in it and all this, like tracking device in your phone. You've been tracked since the day you were born. They gave you a number the second you were born. What the fuck are you talking about? So stupid. It is. It is. The whole thing's been so crazy. Yeah. You know, as soon as this is over, something else is going to happen. I'm sure. Of I course. Of course. Can't imagine what's next, but I hope it's not this dramatic. Well, let's hope that like the country doesn't go on fire like australia oh, like, you know, we keep having these fires here too so 
I mean, we actually, I don't know if, I don't know if they put it out or not, but we had one not too far from, there's wildfires here every year. Um, that one of the reasons the air quality has been so bad is because there's a fire going on. I don't know if they put it out yet. Or, I don't even pay attention to, any, to it anymore because it's like normal, yeah, normal part of life when you live here is that there's wildfires. Australia, you remember how Australia was on fire right before the pandemic? Yeah, that was horrific. Did you see that like now they're like overrun with these mice? They have so many mice, it's like horrifying. And I was like, um, it's because like all the predators, like the owls and whatever would yeah. eat because mice populate so fast. Sure. Yeah, there's they're like having problems really bad with the mice there. So and that, like, I'm like, oh my God, all the owls and all those big birds and things that would eat mice are dead. That's yeah, so sad. So yeah, it's creepy. So we were just like watching that the other night. I was like, it's just like one thing after another, you know? Yeah, that's it sad. It is the end times, Tara. It is the end times. <laughs> oh my gosh. And also, it's just so like, I get to the point where I just don't even look at anything anymore because it's like, there's nothing I can do about that. Right. You know what I mean? Except for sit around and feel bad about it. I know, I know, I know, yeah, it's true. So I just try not to even look anymore. And like once the election ended, I quit I quit looking at all that kind of stuff too because it's like- Well, it's not horrifying anymore though. That's true. But, but I mean, you know, it, it's- You know, Biden might not be my favorite person in the whole world. Exactly. I'm a Bernie supporter. He was but, definitely not my choice, but- But you know what? Oh my gosh, he's so not horrifying. He's I doing know. Like a good job. You don't wake up every day and go, what drama is there today? You don't even have to worry about it. And so I just don't, I try not to watch, I try not to watch any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, yeah. Mike said the other day, some horrible thing happened in Tempe here. And I'm like, do I want to know? And he's like, no, you don't want to know. Now, but then in the back of your mind, you're like, gee, I wonder what it was. Well, but I'm not going to go look. I promised. I'm like, I'm not going to go look because it'll just be something that horrifies me. Here, since things have been getting better, a little bit better in the country, we're having mass shootings like constantly. There's shootings constantly. Every day there's shootings. And some of them are those really bad ones, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of them. A lot more than we didn't have any for like a year. Yeah. Because everybody's locked in the house. Yeah. So those people that need to go out and shoot people were going crazy because they're all running around shooting people now again. It's bad. It's so bizarre. A lot of shootings. It's so I'm and I'm just like, you know, it's kind of scary. And like, I'm in a state that people can carry. Us here, and you're, I mean, open carry. Like yeah. we yeah. were at the when we were getting the car wash today. Dirk said that guy has guns. I know, isn't that creepy? It's and creepy. he gets really scared by it because you don't know. I don't like, know if that person's stable or not. I mean, <laughs> you, you generally speaking, it's like you don't need to sit there and worry about it, but. If the, some guy's walking around with a holster on with guns. It's the world we're in now. Chances are you don't have to worry about them. But by the same token, it's like, why do you need to walk around like that? Like, that's really, like, how small is your dick that you feel the need to walk around with two guns on your hip? I don't know. People really love their guns. I don't, we're not a gun family. You know, I don't have a problem with guns, like whatever. But it seems like an awfully strange obsession for a lot of people. Well, I had a girlfriend tell me one time, we were talking about it. I was saying something about, like, we're not gun people. Like, we, she's like, really, yeah. you guys don't have guns? And I was like, no. And she was like, you'd be surprised. Uh, just about everybody you know, or like, all, like a, I don't know how she said it. Like, all the girls you know, our girlfriends, like girlfriends that we know together, 
uh, almost all of them carry. And I was kind of like, you know, because it's not a conversation that I have with girlfriends. Or right. Like, hey, do you have a gun in your purse? You know, I mean, I never, you know. So that's something that crosses my mind either. I'm not from here. So, and I'm, you know, because it's more, you know, New York, you don't carry a gun in New York. It's like crazy, right. you know. So, but, um, yeah, I guess, you know, people grow up with that more here. You know? Sure. You know. Yeah, like we had guns in our house and there was no safety protocol. They were literally just hanging on the wall. Theoretically, yeah. I could have went and gotten one and decided to play with it. But it was just like one of those things where it was like, yeah, those are dad's guns. Don't touch them. And you didn't touch them. But so I'd like, I don't have a problem with people having them or whatever, but it just seems like a really strange thing um, to be obsessed with. It's a strange time. <laughs> I don't know. And especially like you're going to get your car wash. You really think you need to pay, be packing like two guns at the car wash? Like, what do you think is going to happen at the car wash that you need to have two guns? Two! I feel bad. Not even just one. It's not the fact that just people feel like they have to carry them. That women yeah, it's them. weird. Like they have to carry them to protect themselves just in case. I never felt the need that I need to carry a gun to protect myself ever. Yeah. I it's, it's, I didn't grow up with them or anything like that at all. So, you know, they might have been, they learned, like, kind of learned behavior, you know. Sure. They, you know, if their parents had them and stuff like that, it's, you know, that's your prerogative. I don't have anything against anybody that carries one, but it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. There's just, so many out there now and that they're readily available that's I, I i don't think anybody wants to take away i mean there are people that want to take away people's right to have a gun but mm -hmm. i think generally speaking we just want to make sure that the people that do get them should have them and not people who are gonna go and shoot a bunch of people like yeah if you can't get a driver's license without having a driving test and a written test and spending x amount of you know time training for it like why can you just go get something that you can shoot you know a whole bunch of people in a matter of a couple seconds like that's crazy to me whatever that was probably what your husband was not telling you that there's just like been a lot of shootings it's possible but usually when something usually when something freaks him out really bad it's either something somebody did something to a child or an animal those are the those are the two things that he will always be like, don't look, because I can't, you know, he gets really upset about it and I can't handle it either. So pay attention to it. You know, if you're looking for that, it's it's horrifying. I know. You know, and it's the same thing too. I can't remember one of the late night show guys was talking about that, like what's going on. It's like worse than it ever has been. And yeah. One up in Canada too, so it's you know our disease spreads up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see that too? Like how they were like Trumpers, Canadian Trumpers, like guys up there that were like, like yay Trump. I saw that on a couple things, and I was like, why would you even? How is it even relevant to them? Yeah, you know why would you be like that? You know, like, so what? strange, yeah. so strange. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's Mike and I always talk about if we were younger, you know, we would probably move someplace else, like. Europe or something to get away from um, yeah, right. well not necessarily just to get away from that but I I feel like first of all like music wise we probably would do better if we lived there okay um but also the lifestyle seems to be more like congruent with us as human beings 
I don't know. Yeah. But we're not. We're old. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope it, I hope that at some point, there is some kind of tipping point where the youth are tired of all the bullshit and they do something to like write the, the train, you know what I mean? Get it back on the right course. Will, uh, will they? Did we? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I hope that, it, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that, I hope that they learn from mistakes. That's all I can I know a lot of people are like, oh, kids these days, kids these days. And I'm like, okay, so I know quite a bit of kids these days. And they're all like against pollution and like throwing garbage on the ground and they're for recycling. And uh, they're, I don't think they're as bad as what we were when, I mean, back in the day, it, there was, I mean, for fuck's sake, Lake Erie <laughs> caught on fire. I mean, there was no, no one cared about pollution and throwing garbage down on the ground willy-nilly and whatever. At least kids now kind of are paying attention to that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, too. Yeah. But it's scary. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But All we can do is hope. Hope that there's decent. You got engaged. And they don't know when they're going to be able to get married because they don't want to get married during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. a, wedding. a lot of people still want to have head weddings and smaller weddings and stuff yeah. like that. They want to do that. They want to have a regular wedding. So I thought that was kind of sad, you know, that like there are all these kids that didn't get to graduate. Yeah. Um, they did better this year or go to prom last year. That's really sad. I didn't do that stuff, but you know, people that are. Yeah, I didn't either. You didn't go to prom or graduation? No. I did go to graduation, but I didn't go to, I didn't like it. I didn't go to prom. Um, I went to one homecoming and I went with my, my female friends yeah. and, um, but I am sad for kids that didn't get to go. I mean, like and a lot of kids, you know, that are into their sports and whatever, Yeah, they didn't get to do that stuff, but so that's, yeah, that's, that sucks for them. Even like Dirk, you know, he, he was fine at home, but he missed out on a whole year of being at school with his friends and playing on the playground and, you know, experiencing all that stuff in person. So, yeah. you know, it sucks, but we right. weren't going to put him at risk. No, you know, he understands that he's old enough to understand. He does. He does completely. And he did really well adjusting to all of it. I mean, he never complained about having to wear a mask when we go anywhere. And I mean, sometimes he, sometimes he'd get sad because he's bored you know, we're trapped in the house all the time. He doesn't get to do anything. And it's not like he has a brother or sister to play with, you know, so right. that sucked. But for the most part, he's handled it really well, better than most of the adults I know. Exactly. So, that's, yeah. That's good. I was glad that my kids were grownups. You know, yeah. They took care of themselves. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't kill me. And then, and then I, they both worked the whole time. My husband worked the entire time. Yeah. So... You know, and they didn't really do anything for essential workers. Not really. You know? No. They didn't, here in Iowa, they didn't get shots first. I mean, um, the nurses and the doctors did. But I had a kid that was working in a grocery store all the time. Yeah. They didn't do anything for them. You know. That sucks. And then my other kid works, at, he's a, an assistant manager at Jimmy John's. He didn't, they didn't do anything. 
you know, special for them. Right. Get a raise this year, though. I think that they did. I think here, um, I want to say that they did. Like when you went to sign up, they asked you if you're an essential worker. And I think those people probably got, well, for sure, the doctors and cops and all that stuff did. But I mean, I know that when you went to go sign up, that was one of the questions if you're an essential worker. So I'm pretty sure those people did get priority here. Of course, now it's like open to everybody. You right. could just walk right up and get one now. There, there's no yep, weight and whatever. It's gotten better for sure. I'm hoping that maybe next year something we can meet in New Orleans. That's the goal. I, I like I I you know I of course I told I tell you that I have anxiety, so I'm like oh, anytime I'm out of my routine I get anxious. But I'm like, that's one thing that I most definitely want to do is like hang out down there with you guys. And uh, that's going to be super fun. It's so For nice. sure. Well, it's, I shouldn't say it's so nice there. Um, Rita's places are really nice. Yeah. Rita's is gorgeous. I'm sure the cafe is going to be beautiful. Yeah. The store is really nice. Your building's really nice that she has there, you know, where they're all yeah. and stuff. Courtyard's nice, you know. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Just like, you know, we haven't toured in a long time or anything like that. So we don't really travel like we used to back in the 90s. So I'm kind of viewing it almost as like a a little sort of tour thing because, you know, we don't get to do that very often anymore. So even Mike and Dirk are looking forward to it, um, going down there and hanging out at the shop and whatever happens happens at the shop yeah, I don't you've know before, right you've been to New Orleans before right yeah we toured we played there once in 97 but literally all we saw was the inside of the the back the, this club and it was um this little tiny place and like you could hear rats skittering in the walls <laughs> and like they didn't feed us and like they they basically said unless you have a gun on you do not go outside and walk so we just stayed in the this club pardon is it in the city yeah yeah was this place called angel i think i think it was called angel but yeah so we stayed in the club the whole time and then of course the next day we have to go to the next place so uh i don't remember it's such such a weird blur i don't remember anything about what the hotel was like that we stayed in or anything like i can't remember anything about it just that this club was uh rough (laughs) (laughs) and um but yeah it was uh interesting and so my my perception of new orleans has always been skewed by that right and i've always just been like oh i don't like it there whatever but I know that I would if I was in the right places. You know what I mean? Like I see pictures of the shop and like the pictures that Steven posts and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Like I I wanna I wanna go there and like actually experience the city and not just the inside of some dumpy club where they're like yeah. telling me if I go go outside I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. First time I went, I didn't really do anything. I stayed there. I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. And I'm not a big eater. I don't like to eat that much. So yeah. Second time I went with my husband, he wanted to do all sorts of stuff. He's more like, we're here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Yeah. Drag me around, you know, but we went on one of those um, pontoon boat things out, yeah. in the, out in the bayou. That was fun. 
Yeah. That's the guy. He's that you can definitely do those tours at night because there's bats out there. Oh, so cool. We definitely do that. We would try to do that at night. You know, I thought it would be really buggy and disgusting, and it wasn't. It was like really nice. <laughs> it was kind of oh, fun cool. To be on a boat in the you know in the swamp and all the little animals are running around and and the boat moves so fast you know on the water that there's this nice breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swamp. It's kind of dark in there or like shaded, so it wasn't that hot or horrifying. Like you would think, oh, it's gonna be hot and buggy. Yeah, muggy. Yeah. It wasn't. I think at night it's buggier, but um. I would put up with that just to see bats, you know? Yeah, for sure. That was fun. Yeah. I would, I would never just go do that. You know, if I was there by myself. Yeah. Like, no, no way. I would never go do that. Yeah. I'm such a like socially, like again, because I have like, you know, all my health stuff. Every time I go someplace, I'm always like, Oh, I hope I don't get sick. I hope I don't get sick. So like my, my thing of like running all over the place, that's what I'd be thinking about too, is like being trapped on a boat and being sick and not, you know what I mean? I, I get sick all the time too. So yeah, so I don't travel well. I can't, yeah. So yeah. Out, you know, and I always have to take all this food with me. That doesn't suck. I don't know what sucks. I'm serious. Yeah. You know, I, Cause otherwise sometimes it's like, and I, there's a couple places that I can go to that I know I will not get sick at there. Yeah. And, you know, and my husband doesn't want to eat at the same place all the time. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Places and, you know, and I get it, but I'm not a big eater because it's, you know, I get sick too easily. So. It's too dra- too much drama. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. I end, like I said, I end up taking food with me. Yeah. Um, I know it's like I want to be one of those people that that can go everywhere and just like eat everywhere and like experience everything there is to experience but I know myself and I know that that's just I'm not capable of being that person so we're in sync there with that so yeah so just like the thought of just going to New Orleans and just hanging out in the shop all day is fine that's enough for me like I don't need to do all the other stuff like because that's a controlled environment. You would get there, you would get used to it and, and it would be a controlled environment, but like running all over the place and like that, that always stresses me out. Even every time we go anywhere, like we went to the Grand Canyon, uh, God, I don't even know what it was now. It was before the pandemic uh-huh. and we went up to the Grand Canyon. It was, it was shortly before it started and it was so hot. Yeah. And, um, we got up there and like immediately I felt sick. And so the whole rest of the trip like sucked because you feel off and you're preoccupied with the fact that you don't feel good. So you can't even like thoroughly enjoy that. And same thing sort of happened when we, when we went to Disneyland last time. It was the first time I'd ever been to Disneyland. I don't know if it's like an anxiety thing. Like I'm anxious for whatever, like unknown reason and then so it triggers stuff in the body or whatever but the whole morning I felt sick when we were at Disneyland and I'm just like really can I ever just go someplace and have fun and like not have to deal with this bullshit like it sucks you know get older I tell you as I I get older and I'm like you know yeah, and it just makes you not want to do stuff because you're like, oh, am I not going to feel good? And then you're trapped someplace where you don't feel good. And then you're wrecking everybody else's fun time because you don't feel good and blah, 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 blah. You go out to eat. It makes you sick. You go to the movies afterwards and you spend the entire time in the movie in the bathroom. So sure. Not necessarily disgusting, but you're in some bathroom. Boy, that's sure. 
Yeah, that's, you know, I know. Yeah, I know. That's. And then it's uncomfortable because you're like all feeling weird about it and everything. So it's just, it's such a, so I end up just being like a, ho- a homebody. Like, I just don't want to do anything because it's like stressful. Oh, I know. I never want to go anywhere. I, you know, it's like yeah. that. You know, my husband's like, oh, let's do this or let's go here or let's go there. And I'm always like, I, like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, it's not, it's just yeah. not, you know. Good and time. it sucks because I do want to, like, I do want to, but I know, now, you know, I'm, I'm like over that now. I mean, I want to go to New Orleans because I want to see them. Yeah. Places, you know, I like that, you know, and I'm pretty, you know, I try to be careful, but inevitably I'm there like a week. I'll get sick at some point, you know? Yeah. But hopefully it's a short lived one or, you know, sometimes, right. oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I do know it. I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then if you factor the anxiety into it, it's like, I can handle being sick to my stomach because that just kind of like, whatever it passes out of your system and you take some medicine for it and whatever. But when you have the anxiety on top of that, like there's nothing you can do to make anxiety go away. It just has to run its course and get out of your system by however that happens. I do this show every year at Halloween time. And I, now it's like a two day thing where you got to sleep over and Ed goes with me and I'm always like, Oh man, like that would be just, the worst like getting sick like I used to go by myself and I would drive there unpack you know do my table do the show pack up my table and drive home yeah take food with me for the day you know yeah now it's like an overnight thing so you, and he's with me so then you got to eat and you know that means you're going out to eat and, yes and um but it's easier it's more fun to go with him but so like last time we drove to New Orleans and I was like, oh God, please don't let me get sick on the way there. Yes. So I, there's like places that I can go to like um, that are like certified gluten-free like Applebee's. Yeah. They get is frozen. So if you get the something that's gluten-free, it's frozen and it's going to go on the plate and they do whatever, to, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You get sick from that. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, so we'd be eating like at Applebee's all the time. And my husband gets like, oh, God, I'm so sick. And I'm like, no, I won't get sick. I don't want to just try some random place. Yeah. Out of, you know what I mean? So, because that just wrecks celiac. You know, you're sick, then you're sick for a couple of days. It's yeah, like, it takes forever to get out of your system. So it's like, oh, you know, I just I don't travel well. We did pretty well. We did that. Like, we went to Applebee's and stuff. And then um, we went to, like, Red Rob and Applebee's. Even Olive Garden, believe it or not, because it's they have certified space, you know. And again, cool. those places have their stuff is frozen, you know, and they like nuke it and then they stick it in an oven to get it crunchy on top or whatever. To yeah. Cheese and stuff. I think it's, you know, that's what I think they do in the kitchen. I don't know. They're not cooking from scratch back there. Yeah. Know, right, 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 right. So it, that's safer than just going to a diner somewhere. Sure. For gluten-free food because they're making it. Yeah. They, there's a good chance you're going to get sick. I mean... Lots of times, lots of places here, anywhere I go, you know, it'll be the top of the list. Oh, this place is gluten-free. You tell the server, I have celiac, you know, you has, and you still get sick, you know? Well, because it's the same thing that happens with Mike because he has type one diabetes yeah. and he has to know how many carbs are in his food. That's how he knows how much insulin to give himself. Right. And I don't think people take it seriously because they don't, they don't have to deal with it. So a serving size should be a serving size. Right. And, but it's oftentimes it's not, they're not consistent. And so he'll either give himself too much insulin or not enough insulin because the serving size is not a serving size. 
So, you know, and again, like you, you talk about, you know, that Applebee's works for you, et cetera. It's the same thing with him. Like we can't just go to a mom and pop place because he has to be able to see the nutrition information right. and only chains have that stuff usually. So we don't get to go to like the fun, you know, nice restaurants and stuff or whatever. There's a little carb book. There's a book that comes out every year with carbs in it. Like he's going to sit there in the book and count his carbs up. They gave that to me years ago when I became diabetic and I went on insulin. Yeah, we had that too. We had that too. That's like a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, but it's fine. If like, it's, it's fine, but but non-chain restaurants don't have to have nutrition information. And most of the times they don't. So you can't like, we, we don't go get Chinese food or anything like that because most of the good places don't have nutrition information. So, you know, any, or like taco shops or like, you know, any of those places, they don't have the information. So we can't go there because he needs that information. Right. Cause he's, so, kind, of, he's kind of making it up. Exactly. Because otherwise he has to guess and you can't guess accurately on stuff like that. I mean, if you just get a chicken breast and like some vegetables, there's like virtually no carbohydrates in there. So it's not an issue. But if you want to have a taco. Right. You can't, yeah. You, you have to know how many carbs is in a taco. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're not all the same. So yep. it's a pain in the ass too. It's one of the things we like about, you know, like Chipotle's or whatever, is it calculates each thing for you and gives you a number at the end. So it, it works for him because he can try. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we will go to New Orleans together. We will meet. We for sure will. We can meet. It will be fun. Somewhere else. They can go do something. Yeah. You guys go, go, go actually enjoy this place. (laughs) We'll sit in the store. (laughs) So yeah, that will be fun. The first time I went, I literally sat there with her like all week. And she was like, "Go, go do this, go do that." And I was like, "I don't like really want to." I mean, I you know, I went out, I yeah, and some stuff, you know. But um, you know, I had to go to all the voodoo shops and the witchcraft store. You know, I had to go see all that stuff. There's so much of it there, you know. Yeah. Geez, even in Des Moines, we got like four or five witchcraft stores now. You know. Really. I don't think any of that exists here. For New Age store, you know, New Age, but still, you know, kind of witchy. Okay, yeah. There's, yeah, I think there's a lot of that here because Sedona and, you know, all that stuff. I don't pay attention to it though. I don't, I mean, I don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I don't go anywhere now either. So the gem shop is like a mile and a half, I think, from my, my house. That's like the, I know you love that place. I love that freaking place. Um, so I, we go there, but once once I go someplace and I know the the layout of it and the routine of it, then I'm fine. But yeah. it's like going new places that always throws me off, not knowing wow. what it's going to be like. And it's going to the thrift stores. You yeah, know, we have a couple. Of, there's a couple of really good ones right by my house. I love that. But I don't, you know, I don't go. You know, I remember right before this started, I was in a Goodwill and I was looking for wine glasses, like glasses. For yeah. And this guy started throwing up by the shoes and he was throwing up and I was like, oh my God. And I put down what I had and I like got the hell out of there. I almost had a heart attack. It was right when, um, God, it was uh, end of February. Uh-huh. We talking about it. 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh my God. I was so, and we thought it was like the flu back then. Yeah. The fact that this guy was in, in there throwing up, I thought, oh yeah. my God, surely he has it. You know, I'll never forget that. Yeah. But he was just sick, I guess. But, but yeah, I was already like in panic mode in February. It was after Valentine's Day. I was still in, already in panic mode. Well, you know, and the thing of it is, is we got sick at the end of January and it was all COVID symptoms. I'm sure we had it. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure we had it because I've had several friends too that got sick at the same time. All the kids in Dirk's school were sick. Um, Friends I know in California got sick at the same time. And uh, actually, I went and got my hair cut for the first time in four years, I think it was. Oh a couple weeks ago and the girl told me get this this the hairdresser told me that when this all started she would she had her hairdressing um, setup was in her house she had a separate room with a separate interest so her little salon was in her house and this woman came um to get her hair cut and she had just come from china right oh, no. Oh, no. and she was sick okay uh, yeah. didn't tell her but she was just like, oh, yeah, they have some kind of flu going on over there from some like eating some weird food or something. And she's like, but I'm OK. Don't worry about it. OK, so she cuts this woman's hair. A cut like not even like a couple of days later, her son gets so sick and he's like Dirk's age. So he's like eight or nine years old. He was literally puking blood like blood was splattering everywhere. And he was just so sick and like, they couldn't get him well. And they thought he had leukemia Oh my God! because his fever was so high and they couldn't get him, you know, couldn't control it and whatever. This was before anybody really knew about COVID. So he was in the hospital and they pumped him full of um, antibiotics and this and that and the other, and they got him well. Uh And then after the fact, they retested his blood work right. once COVID was a thing. And they're like, oh yeah, that's exactly what he had. So this stupid woman, knowing that, cause she was in China. So she knew that the flu was going on in China at the time, comes yeah. back from there, goes to get her hair cut sick and then nearly kills this child. She probably didn't realize that it was so bad, you know? I don't know. Still, that's crazy. First of all, just don't go someplace if you're sick. Why are you an asshole? Like, stay home. Yeah. Even if it's just a cold. (laughs) No, we had something go through our house too. I didn't catch it, but my one one of my kids was sick, and then my mother-in-law had a sore throat. Nobody got real sick. Yeah. And Stephen was like, "Oh, I don't feel good," and he took time along, went to bed. He got up the next day, went to work, and he came home, and he was like, "Oh, I don't feel good." You know, he had those symptoms. Yeah. But he didn't get really, really sick. Yeah. Real sick. And then it just kind of petered out. Yeah. And that that was like January, end of January, beginning of February. Never yeah. that because we thought it was the flu. So right. Like have diarrhea and throwing up, you know, like a regular flu. Yeah. Not knowing that COVID didn't have, well, they you can have them symptoms, but that wasn't the main symptoms of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's really creepy. The whole thing was just creepy and it should have been handled better and it wasn't. And yeah, a hundred percent. We lost a whole year of our lives. Yeah. And, and, uh, what? 600,000 people. Yeah. It's horrifying. One of my friends just posted that her friend just passed away 
Yeah. She's in her fifties from COVID left uh, two children and a husband. Yeah. Just well, last week. It's still going on. People are like, yay, no masks, no masks, no. but I'm not going to get a vaccine. There's people still dying from this. Yes. Yep. It's crazy. It's not a good yeah. thing. It's not depressing good. to me. And it's depressing and it's mind boggling the way some people have gone about handling it. You know, I still worry about it. Like I worry about going out. I have a doctor's yeah. appointment tomorrow. I called and asked if I could do it on the Zoom, you know? And they were like, oh, we only do that on Mondays now. And I'm like, wow. So, they, you know, they want you to come in, you know, and get yeah. stuff. But so they're letting me do it. And I, I guess insurance not, is not going to pay for it forever either. Like, yeah. costs, like, what, why? What's the difference, you know? I mean, I know you'd think it would be cheaper, if anything. Yeah, but I mean, at least they covered it for the whole year. So I'm doing it tomorrow. So hopefully they'll cover that. We'll find out. But, well, you know, and, and I wouldn't worry too much about going for appointments like that, I just know. because they, the, the doctor's offices, unless you're going to some crazy quack, they've taken it very seriously. So, you know, well, my, my one doctor, my diabetes doctor, they're all like in hospitals where I go here in Des Moines, like, the, you know, yeah. So you got to go. And I always like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital. And then I, yeah. got sick, I got sick one day. Oh God, when was it? February. I don't know when I got sick. I got a um, cramp in my leg. My leg blew up and I thought I had a blood clot. I have yeah. And my husband came home and he took one look at my leg and he was like, oh my God, because I, it was crazy. And I had this cramp in my leg that wouldn't go away. And, you know, I had a fever. I had all these symptoms of like a blood clot. Yeah. So I went to the emergency room and I had to sit there for three hours with other sick people in the emergency yeah. room with my mask on. And I, there was nowhere to put my leg up and I had to wait. Yeah, they did an MRI or not an MRI, uh, ultrasound on my leg, and they were like, "Oh no, your veins look really good. You just got a real bad cramp." I'm like, oh, "My God, I just sat in the waiting room for three hours, you know." Yeah, so, I never got a cramp like that before ever. That was yeah, like, that's crazy. That never went away, and my leg just like swelled up like crazy weird. Yeah, because like, um, I have problems obviously, and with my, and I have problems with my legs, and my legs they swell up, my ankles swell up, and my one leg is worse than the other. So he got, um, my husband got lazy boy chairs. We have these lazy boys. Yeah. So point of like sitting in it, you know, like when I'm done with this, I'll go in there and flip up. Yeah. 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 Um, you can't imagine how much it helps. Oh my God. So, oh no, I'm sure. I'm not, yeah. I'm having his bad problems, you know, with my ankles and stuff, but it was the weirdest thing. I never, my leg never blew up like that before. I've yeah. Never, that's scary. Creepy as hell. Yeah. That would have freaked me right out. Like in, a, in, sure. a, like in a cramp. It was like in a Charlie horse. And yeah. it went away. I couldn't get it out. And it wasn't like, you know, when you get a Charlie horse and it hurts so bad, you want to like chop yes. it Yes. No, it was like just, you know, like um, 1% pain, like, ow, like, you know, ow. Yeah. Not like, ah, oh, that screaming pain. It wouldn't go away for like two days. It was horrible. Uh. You know, but the swelling went down eventually and everything. They, I'm taking magnesium now. Okay. I take so many vitamins. It's like horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I take like a handful of them every morning. Yeah. I pee them out later in the day. But, yes. but like now magnesium I'm taking. So weirdest thing ever. I never had that before. Yeah. yeah. So my mom has fibromyalgia and every once in a while she gets cramps oh. like that where her toes cramp up and like her calf muscles will cramp yeah. up. Like, and you know what she does? She you does. take a teaspoon of salt mm -hmm. and put it in eight ounces of water and drink it and the cramp goes right away. Wow. Salt. 
just regular old table salt. We've gotten a cramp in weeks now, you know, you know. Yeah. That well, the magnesium crazy. will help with that for sure. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean. Yeah, that's know, scary. At night, having to sit in the emergency room. Can you imagine? Yeah, it sucks. You're having a heart attack. You know, I'm like, my leg is cramped up. It hurts. It swelled up. And they're like, oh, go sit down. We'll get to you. It's like, oh, you know. After, yeah. You know, and anybody that came in with COVID symptoms, they put them in a different area. Like, well, that's good. Way the hell over there. So everybody that was near me and everybody stayed away from each other. Just in yeah. Case you all but, had just normal <laughs> sickness. Everybody was sitting there like, look at each other. Like, why are we waiting so long? You know, but you know, cause you have to wait, you know, it's just, you do. Know? and that's how it is when you go to the emergency room, even pre COVID, it's like a all day event. If you have to go. You're there for a good eight hours, no matter what. So, yeah, and you were, you were, my one friend, um, he was so funny. He posted this meme and it was hilarious. It was like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment at three. There goes my day. Seriously, it's like that for me. So, like, if I have a doctor's appointment, like I have one Monday. So, with Zoom, all I got to do is, well, I will leave all my stuff up for my doctor so that they don't have to look at my room. So, all I have to do is, like, you know, sit down, yeah. basically, you know. But when you have a doctor's appointment, you get up that morning, you get ready, you take a shower. You worry about it all day long. You got to put your bra on, you got to get in your car, you got to drive over there. I mean, it sounds stupid, but it like literally takes up your whole day. It does. It does. So I really like Zoom because it doesn't take up your whole day. Yeah. Down 10 minutes. And you don't get as nervous about it. Like, I mean, maybe I'm just a weirdo, but I get nervous going to the doctor or whatever. And I try to always schedule them as early as they will allow because I just, I don't want to have to think about it all day. I want it to get it over with. So I'm not thinking about it all day long, like leading up to it or whatever. That is true. It, it, the later it is in the day, the more your day is wrong. You yeah. All day. And I mean, I've had these days, oh my God, I, numerous times where it's like, I'll get up in the morning and know I have a doctor's appointment later in the day and I get distracted doing something. And all of a sudden it's like a half hour before my appointment. Yeah. Like, oh my god i have to hurry up and go oh i'm terrible yeah like that yeah i think my, yeah. husband, oh, my husband just came home hi ed come say hi to tara come here see if he comes i can't believe the dog didn't come in here and cough <laughs> yeah just stick your head over here guys stick your head over here oh they oh come both down, of you. say hi hello hi, hi. hi. nice to meet you Nice to meet you. <laughs> he says, he says to me the one day, he goes, how long do you know her? I mean, well, see, like my internet friends aren't real people. He always says this thing like that they're imaginary friends. Yeah. I'm like, no, because like me and Steven text all the time. You and me text all the time. And I'm like, and I text with my girlfriend here. You know, I'm like, you know, text or Facebook. You know what I'm talking about? Like, all yeah. And um, he doesn't really have anybody that he does that with except for me. And maybe yeah. Once in a while. He doesn't get it. I'm like, yeah, but they're still my friends, you know, or like people that I know on the internet. Oh yeah. Like there's people that I only know on the internet that know more about me than real life people that I know for sure. You know, way more about me and my life than people, you know, from back home. It's not like they're real people or like you're like imaginary friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I just think that's funny. So like last time you guys were on the goth thing from Brazil. Was it Brazil the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. No, no, no. Phoenix was the last one. Oh, Phoenix was the last one. Yeah. We watched the Brazil one and then when he comes home from work and I make him sit down and I make him watch it. <laughs> make him. He's like, they're just like, they're like, they're like in their living room. They're in their, he loves that, you know? 
he just he just doesn't like put it together like get it you know so yeah then, one day i can't remember he sat down and i put it on and it was like banned and abandoned abandoned and then he was because he doesn't get it and i was he was like oh and i said they film them they send them these people put them together and they put it out yeah there. he was like oh like you know yeah we're we're done doing those we're not gonna do anymore why they're fine yeah just <sighs> i, know I don't you, know you get nervous i know you get all nervous about it yeah well i mean that's just my life if i'm gonna go <sighs> it's ridiculous but yeah i just think um that kind of ran its course with us and mike is wanting to do more um electronic stuff with effects and stuff. So we did all those live performance. We, we didn't use microphones. We didn't use any effects at all. It was literally acoustic. There was nothing. Was awesome. So, and it was cool. It, it was fun for what it was, but now he, he wants to do, um, he just bought a new effects pedal. And, uh, so if we do anything in the future, first of all, we're not going to do any of those online festivals, but if we post any live videos, it'll be more like a real, the real deal with effects and microphones and um, probably we'll have fun doing that and like maybe just post videos every so often on the Lycia YouTube page or whatever. Yeah. But um, we're kind of overdoing those festivals. Well, it I, was, I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I always, you're always like, sitting there reading the comments, like waiting for people to trash you, which thankfully never happened. So that was, that was pleasant. Yeah. No, nah, I, I can't see anybody doing that, but oh, I, I can. <laughs> I, you, know, the, you were talking about that, the thing that happened to you today where that lady just, oh. like, you know, that random shit to you. Why? Um, I have my Kimby creatures page. Yeah. Right? And there's a thing on there. I don't promote it that much or whatever. You know, I, um, I haven't done any art shows in a long time and I, 90% of what I make goes to New Orleans, you know? Yeah. So um, I don't take a lot of orders. You know, I'm busy all the time. Anyway, so I don't really promote it. I post stuff there for the shop and stuff, you know? If I make yeah. something, it goes up there. I make anything she wants it. It's it's cool, right? Anyways, um, I'm trying to think when this was. Like five years ago, this lady um, put a review on there, which I didn't even know there was a review thing. On, yeah. Right? And I had like three reviews and then she made this review and it was so horrible. Yeah. Like, it was so nasty. Like, oh, like blah, blah, blah. They're not, it's not very good what she does, whatever, like that. And I was like, and I searched her and I searched her and I searched her. Nobody in common. There's no way possible that she had one of my monsters. Like there was, yeah. I, it was like, really weird. So, I, and it, I, my page is pretty cool. My pictures are pretty neat. I don't think it's crappy or anything like that. right it was really weird and I you can't get that off there like yeah the same thing happened to me on Amazon so when on on my violent violet reviews somebody that and I know the girl she wrote a really nasty review Why? and she did it on purpose because um she was she's friends with somebody that i had i'm not going to go into the history of it but it wasn't pleasant yeah okay and so she thought getting back at me would be good by going on there and trashing my book has never read it i mean if she thought those things legitimately it is what it is that's fine but i know for a fact she had never read the book just like this woman probably doesn't have any of your somebody thing. told 
story where the people do this job where they go and they review random sites and stuff. And I'm like, but that's not fair. That would like me going on, be going on Angie's list and like reviewing someone that didn't come to my house to do repair. Right. That's yeah. really inappropriate and not right. So I was like so insulted by that though, you know? So then I tried to get a bunch of my friends to go on there to cover it, like cover it up, push it down. Yeah. But yeah. It's me out that like people can be like that. Like I have people that I don't like or sure. whatever are people that I don't want to hang around with that I don't like. Sure. Never in a million years go on their page and give them a bad review or say something to them nasty. Right. Or be rude to them in person. I try to even be polite to them if I see people in person, you know, yep. pretty much like everybody, but there's a few people here and there in your life that you're like, you know, you know what I mean, right? You yes, know? I do. And I would never do that. I just don't. I know. I'm that type of person. You know? I, I, I feel, I feel I like. You in private, you know, I might say something. Sure, sure. But I'm not. You know, and being two-faced or whatever, like, you know, I don't mean to be, but I'm not going to be. That's not being two-faced, though. That's just, I don't think that's two-faced. Because you're, you're not overly nice to somebody, like, to where they think that you guys are besties. And then you're trashing them behind their back. You're just being cordial. Like, it's yeah. it's called being an adult and acting like an adult. But I would never do that. Like I would never do that either. Like, if... I just don't I have I have given things on Amazon before negative reviews for the sole reason of I don't want somebody else to buy something that's crappy whatever but it, yeah. it's not done in a malicious way it's like no oh my god this doesn't work because of xyz not like this person's horrible and they can't do this and blah blah they suck and you know, I don't even give bad reviews on Etsy or eBay. If I got something from somebody and I didn't like it, maybe I'll give them a neutral, but I would, yeah. never, like, I would never do that. I had one really bad experience on eBay once where I won something and then the guy realized that he could have, he could have got more money for it, but he didn't put a, um, what do you call it? He didn't have a reserve on it. Nobody else mm -hmm. bid on it. And I won. And he was like, oh, but this is worth like way, you know, $50. You got to give me $50. I'm like, no, I won that legit in an auction. Yeah. $12 or whatever, you know? Right. He used to sell it to me. Right. And so I filed the complaint against him. And he was really nasty. He called me on the phone. He was really nasty about it. And I said to him, you don't even know how to use eBay. You have to like put a reserve on it for $49 on or whatever, if you want it to go that high. Right doesn't go that high then you don't have to sell it to the person right that he didn't understand that right know that so i'm like okay whatever I, that's the only person in my whole life that i can think of on ebay i'm sure i've got stuff that i didn't like on ebay or whatever but i was like oh, sure or not even give a review you know what i mean yeah exactly exactly I've, never, I've had to i've had to file a couple things on etsy people because one person took my money and never sent me anything oh my god that's and so i had so i had to file on that and it turned out it was a hundred percent a scammer because there were other people that had the same thing. And then one time I ordered something and it just wasn't coming and wasn't coming and wasn't coming. And I would send them messages and asking them like, Hey, what's going on? Awful. And it wasn't coming and wasn't coming and wasn't coming. Yeah. And you know, they got mad at me for opening a thing. It's like, uh, it's been like, you know, I don't remember how long it was, but it was a long time. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, you know, you're not communicating with me. Maybe if you were communicating with me and letting me know what the fuck's going on, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, right. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm just not like that, but 
I don't get it. Like your thing today, I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, that was next level weird. Yes. Well, and I got um, one of those, I never got one of these before from Facebook where they said something I posted was bad. You know, and what was, what the hell was it? Oh my God, I have to think for a second. Oh, I know. Marita at the store, at the boutique, they got some dragon necklace and there's a dagger that comes out of it. It's like, ooh, it's a secret. And the bottom of the tongue of the dragon came out. It was a dagger. Yeah. So I posted, ooh, I wish I had somebody to stab. That's what I posted. And they sent me a warning. They were going to close my page down for, for promoting violence and hate speech. And I was like, what? And I was like, wow. you know, I had to agree to it or not. And I agreed. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, Wow. I've gotten warned a couple times because I make smart ass comments that that are read as yeah like inappropriate. Comment. Like I, I wish I had somebody to stab. Seriously, do you think I really think whatever? But I was I was like really like oh oh. I know I know I got banned uh, for a couple days one time because I posted that typo song "Kill All the White People." Oh no, you can't post that. <laughs> I got banned for that. Yeah. I got banned. I think it was like three days or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would never post that. But I was panic stricken. I'm like, oh my God, my show, my page. Why did you post it? Get... Why did, did you were like, why did I post it? Because I fucking love that song. I know, but were you like, just, you see, you just posted it for like. Yeah. I just posted it because I like the song. See, I just wouldn't post that because people would take it the wrong way. You know? It's a song. Oh, you know, all right. Now your kid's still little, but yeah. this, here's this thing. Now my kids are in their twenties and oh my God, they, everything we do right now is stupid and we're so <laughs> dumb. And my God, they're constantly pointing out how prejudiced we are like all the time. You're prejudiced, you're prejudiced. And we're like, seriously now. And I, when I was a kid, I was constantly like with my dad who used the N word all the time. Cause he's right. an old man, you know, he's in world war two. Okay, not all the time. He grew out of it eventually. But I mean, when I was a little kid, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Up like, uh, you know, and then when you're in your 20s, you're like, God, they're so prejudiced, you know, or they don't get it. So we've become that to my kids. It's so creepy. It's the creepiest That's... thing ever. Isn't that creepy? And, I, and we're always like, like, Ed'll say something and I'll be like, shh, shh, shh. Like the kids will hear you say that and it's like so inappropriate. And then we giggle because, you know, obviously we don't find, you know, like what is I can't remember the thing now. Like you can't say Oriental, is it? You can't say Oriental or Chinese. Yeah. And um, I, that's a hard one to stop saying. Hey, let's get Oriental food or let's get Chinese food. I don't find that being so prejudiced or it's politically incorrect. I guess it's not. Yeah. Politically. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, but we don't say anything. Like, but there's everything. Like, they, there's so many things, and a lot of that. Um. Um the gay the gay spectrum with all the new words and stuff yeah new to me you know when i was young th those words i didn't know those words right. Did you know those words 20 years ago no um uh, i mean it depends on which ones you're talking about I, but there's, there's an episode of big mouth and i think it was uh the first the first one on season three you know the cartoon big mouth yeah okay and there's the little gay guy in the show I don't watch the show, so I don't know it, but a guy in class and he does this musical number and he says all the um, names for different things. Yeah. Besides being a homosexual or a lesbian or bisexual. That's about all I knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I know what that is non-binary. I know what that is, but there's like all these other words for all these other things. And we sat there and we watched it and we were like rewinding it. And me and Ed were like, I didn't know there was names for that. <laughs> you know, like I had no, yeah. Clue. 
that there was names for that or if there were names for that stuff 20 years ago we didn't know that stuff sure you know i you know i never i but i don't see i don't know not that it makes me prejudiced but i guess we're stupid now i don't mean to be stupid but i can't memorize all that stuff i don't care what people do i see that's how i am too is like i don't i don't care who you want to do what with whenever however whatever i don't care and like i was actually just talking to a friend about that like because everybody want to label like whether it's goth or whatever like people want all these labels and i'm like aren't you sort of limiting yourself if you're attaching a label to your like i don't want to have to adhere to some standard so I just, I like, I never quite get the need to do that anyway. Well, with the sexual preferences, if they want to be, have a name for whatever, that's cool by me. You know, when I was- No, I don't care. Like, do you call yourself whatever you want to, but you can't expect the rest of the world to know all this stuff. Gay, straight, or bisexual. Right. Right. But there's all these other things now. Subgenres. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool, do whatever you want, and if you want to be, I don't, yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm not, I don't, you know, that's okay with me. But um, or the fact that like sometimes you get a transgender confused with a transsexual or a transvestite, right? Sometimes you can't tell. Well, you know? I mean, first of all, you're not supposed to be judging people anyway, so. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not supposed to be judging you, then why are you upset that I got your your preferred description wrong? Like, I don't care what you describe yourself as anyways. Be whatever you want to be. I'm for it. Do it. I don't care. Me too, me too. But you can't, like, like I guess that's in general. Like, I don't know. And it's not just the sexual thing. It's everything. What kind of music you listen to, what kind of clothes you like to wear, what political party you belong to, whatever. I don't care. Like, right just do you i don't care but you can't expect everybody in the world to care so much about what you want to call yourself like i don't care like just do yourself like be yourself do you but you can't expect the rest of the world to revolve around what you want to call yourself like just because everybody else is worried about what they're going through like who am i and what am I and blah, 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 to care what everybody else is. Unless you're those like nosy, whatever people that care about everybody else's business. I'm not one of those people. I don't care what you do with your but life. I'm, do I'm yourself. Always, I'm always kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say fascinated, but I'm always like in awe of young people that decide that they're want to be a different gender. I'm like, wow, like how, how can, I just can't even imagine feeling that like wanting to be, just just because i think that i think in our we're roughly the same age we're 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 in the same genre of age i feel like most of us didn't know what effing anything about ourselves like it was like i mean the other stuff that was out there when i was a teenager compared to what teenagers are now i would have been like an elementary school yeah mindset Exactly. You know, like, I, I mean, I can remember still being pissed off that I, it was too old to play with dolls. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just because, I mean, I'm kind of, I probably was behind uh, maturity wise or something. I don't know. But um, 
or I was normal. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I think that kids are much more focused on that stuff because they have like access to the internet and we didn't have any of that. So our only frame of reference was what we saw on television and the people directly around us. So there wasn't all of these forums and you know instagram pages and hashtags to follow where you got all this breakdown of all these different lifestyles and you know so we just didn't have access to that all of that yeah and like you said did it even exist there like obviously those people existed but did they have a name for what they wanted to call themselves i don't know you know so i'm i'm always like fascinated i guess i'm not fascinated sure it's interesting like wow so yeah sometimes when your son's not around put i think it's i'm almost positive it's um season three episode one just put it on because it's a musical song he's like does this song yeah you're like like what like (laughs) it's kind of funny they made it for us old people i guess i don't know yeah like a learning tool But again, who really cares? Like, I don't care. Just do your your thing. They want to be accepted and known for what they are. Of course. That's a given. To me, that's a given. I'm going to accept you as a human being. You don't, you can call yourself whatever. I don't care. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to like actively disregard you and your lifestyle by on purpose. Like, like, you know, one of those people that like, if somebody is transgender and people refuse to call them their new name or their new identity. I'm not that I'm not that person for sure. Yeah, me neither. But but by the same token, like if I can't look at you and know that, how are you supposed to know that? So you can't get mad at somebody because they don't know that you're whatever thing that you just like it it'd be like somebody dressed in gap clothes and getting pissed and having like let's uh permed blonde hair and gap clothes and then getting mad that you don't know that they're into like underground Japanese noise bands like how would I know that by looking at you (laughs) you know what I mean exactly I'm I'm all for people being themselves and doing their own thing and living their life and they're not hurting nobody else and don't hurt yourself either Take care of yourself and do your thing. More years, you got a few more years that he's not going to think you're stupid at least, though. Oh, I'm sure he probably already does. Yeah, I mean, he he um, he'll say like, "Hey, remember in Star Wars Episode Two when such and such blah 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 happens?" And I'm like, "No." And he'll be like, "How do you not know that? We've watched that movie." And I'm like, "Because I don't commit it to memory like you do. I don't know." And so he'll get real irritated with me, like. Or he'll be like, remember when I told you X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, how do you not remember this? I'm like, because I don't. (laughs) So he already has that in some regards. Um, But I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty, uh, pretty acquiescent. uh, uh, um, Go with the flow, whatever type of person for the most part. So I don't think he's going to get super annoyed with me about knock on wood about stuff. Cause I'm just like, whatever about most things. The high school years when I don't know, you know, they're learning all these things about the world or something. I don't know. Yeah. They like look at you different, you know, my older one, he just, he's 24 and a couple of things are starting to happen. And I see that other thing where they start to come around and they're in their late twenties and they realize you're not stupid. 
Yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. He said a couple things to me, and I'm like, and I won't say I told you so, but I told you so, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But um, little by little, they come around again. But yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that mine is not as dickish to me as I was to my parents. <laughs> I can't imagine you were that bad. You seem pretty nice. When you were little? When I was little, I was fantastic. But when I, uh, you know, that around that age, like the preteen, uh, when you start feeling real uncomfortable with yourself and realizing that you're not like every, you know, you know, once it, once it really dawns on you that you're different and that uh, you're fat or ugly or whatever, that's when I started getting an attitude about stuff because I was so frustrated with things. Yeah. And so I would be like real smart assy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're not a happy person, it's, it's hard to be a nice person when you don't have the emotional maturity not to know to take it out on other people. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So, and, uh, you know, like I, I can remember being a teenager and coming home from school and my mom being like, oh, how was school today? And I'd be like, yeah. like calm the fuck down. Like, I remember dyeing my hair blue, and I have a picture somewhere with my hair blue. Dyeing my hair blue, and my father almost had a heart attack. Yeah. And yeah, it was the... panic, panic, you know. And um, he like held my head in, in the bath, you know, in the bathtub with hot water. Oh and my god! Seeing the shower wall, although you know, staying the wall. I remember because yeah. my hair was like blue, you know, I, like probably the whole tub on my head, you know. And oh man, he was mad. And then I start wearing like mini skirts and fuck me pumps to high school, you know, to school. Yeah. You know, and, and then like second day, my principal calls me and calls my parents. She's got to take her home to change. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I was like that. I was really bad. Yeah. It's like you know. No, I didn't do that kind of stuff. Um, I, I was technically I was really good. Like I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have a boyfriend until I was eighteen yeah. or something already out of high school. So I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I just had a smart, I mean, I'm a smart mouth. I can't help it. Um, so I, that, that was the only kind of didn't get into trouble or anything. I did stay home from school all the time. So there was that, but that was cause I wanted to avoid getting picked on at school. So whatever. <laughs> and then when I started being sort of different, like dyed my hair and got a mohawk and all that kind of stuff. But you're younger than me and it was more acceptable. Nah, not in rural Ohio in 1986 it wasn't. Really? No. I used to get threatened to have my ass beat daily. Ben and my parents were not cool with it, looking like that. So it was like, yeah, that was dangerous to to look different in where I lived at that point. Um, I, I mean, I, I've told this story before, but like me and my friends, we went into Country Manor, which is like a Denny's. It's like one of those 24-hour uh, diner type places. And we're just sitting there minding our own business. You know, we went there every night and sat and drank coffee and whatever. And the, the drunks would always come in after the bars started to close and they'd come in to get food. And they, we were always a target, always. 
and they would throw like full bottles of glass ketchup bottles across the room at us and all this knives and everything. And one night, me and my front one friend was sitting in there and I think we both had mohawks at the time. And my friend was, shall we say, shady. He did some things that were a little shady. And he had a uh, weapon, gun, sitting right on the table in a case, just sitting there. And these rednecks decided they were going to cut his hair. You know, calling him faggot and all this stuff. And we're going to cut your faggot hair and blah, 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 blah. And the waitress went and got the guy a pair of scissors. Oh, jeez. And I don't know how it got de-escalated because they were literally going to come over and cut his hair off. And, and we were just sitting here thinking, he's got a freaking gun sitting right at the table, like literally on the table. And these dumb fucks are going to come over and cut his hair off, like, and do whatever, who knows what else they would have done. I mean, at that, I mean, that was, people are stupid. People got beaten up all the time. It just happened all this. People got beaten up all the time back then just for being different. And it was no different being a girl. They were just as threatening to girls as they were to the boys or whatever. But yeah, so that, I mean, that was just one example. I used to get pulled over by the cops all the time. They would get me out of the car doing nothing just because they happened to look at me when I drove by and saw that I looked weird, whatever. Pull me over, uh, detain me to try to find something, which I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do anything. But yeah, I mean, that was, we, and, and like you were talking about manic panic, we couldn't even get our hands on manic panic. You had to drive up clear to Cleveland to get anything like that. And it was super expensive and we were all poor kids. So we didn't have access to any of that kind of stuff typically. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just how things were. And uh, you kind of just learned that if you don't want to put up with people treating you that way, then don't go where those people are. Right. But the, those choices were slim and I was rebellious enough to just go, fuck you. I'm going to go here anyways. And I'm going to put up with you harassing me and whatever, just because I have a right to be here just as much as you do, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's weird. That's how it was at the time. And so it was funny because when Nirvana came out and like, like Nirvana and Nine Inch Nails got huge. And the jocks, for whatever reason, decided they liked those bands. And it used to be used to infuriate me because I'm like, oh, now you guys are all dyeing your hair pink and like getting mohawks and stuff. And like six months ago, you were literally threatening to kill me for having that you know so it was like a, I hated those bands when they when they got big because I was angry that the kids that were picking on me for that suddenly thought that stuff was cool yeah so I remember hating all those bands like now in retrospect I'm like they were great bands but at the time I'm like I hate all these people because all these fucking jocks that were harassing me every single day are now like going to these nine inch nails concerts and blah 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 you know just super irritating. Yeah. But New York might have been uh, a bit hipper than where I grew up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know they had like a dress code where 
it was after after I left. So that would have been in the eighties, you know. Yeah. They're being told the kids couldn't wear leathers, they couldn't wear band shirts mm. anymore because that caused violence. Those were those heavy metal years, also, you know. Yeah, such a weird time. It's so funny now because, like, you know, piercings and all that kind of stuff are so like passe that you don't even pay attention to it at all. Right. At all. Like you go to the store and like the little old lady's got pink hair, like, you know, or purple hair or whatever and nose rings and all this stuff. And I mean, that was a huge deal. I mean, I got my nose pierced in 1990 and nonstop harassment about it, nonstop. And I worked at Geauga Lake, which was an amusement park at the time. And was told I had to take it out or I either I took it out or I got fired and of course me at the time I'm like well fuck you bye and quit right but just stupid shit like that like back then and even <laughs> Mike and I had to go get jobs in between tours and we went and we got a job in this factory third shift in a factory <laughs> yeah. and I had purple and black hair at the time and we were, we started there as temps and then we decided that we were going to get hired in because we weren't in what the job wasn't going to be as temporary as we originally thought it was going to be. Right. So we were going to get, um, we were going to get hired in and you had to go get physicals and stuff like that before they hired you. And me and my friend Shelby, who was also working there as a temp, we were, all three of us were going to get hired and her and I went to the, get our physicals the same day. And so it was the weirdest thing. It should have taken max 30 minutes because they did like a chest X-ray and then the general workup, blood pressure, you know, heart, listen to your heart and the normal, typical stuff. She goes in, we go back separately and I'm like sitting in this room for like 40 minutes or something, just sitting there in this gown. And finally the doctor comes in and he made me do push-ups. He made me lift weights. I had to do all this stuff, like all this physical stuff. Of course I could do it all. Then he had me lay down on a table, right? Pulls up the gown and he's like pressing on my stomach or whatever, whatever they do. And then he's like, so that's not your natural hair color. Yeah. Right. So then anyway, so finally, after all this time, I go back to the lobby. Shelby's been sitting in the lobby this whole time. And she's like, what the fuck took so long? And I'm like, I don't know. Did yours not take that long? She's like, no. And I'm like, did they make you like lift weights and all this stuff? She's like, no. And so when we go back to work and everything, they're like, okay, so they want to hire you, but they won't hire you unless your hair is a natural hair color for a third shift job in a factory. It's so retarded. So I, I went and dyed my hair black, which was no more natural than the purple. It's still, it's so stupid. Yeah. But it was, yeah, just, I mean, that's like the, that was the mentality of, of that place at the time. And it's so funny because like my brother's son's, uh, my nephew's girlfriend is like all gothed out and stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, my brother was so mean to me <laughs> yeah. for looking like a weirdo back in the day. 
I wonder if he treats her like he treated me. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> it's just so weird. So weird. Over something as arbitrary as hair color or clothes. Like, it's so stupid to me. Gosh, when my hair started going gray, like 2006, 2007, I put, I was making it my regular color. I have red hair. Yeah. So I would dye it red, dye it red. And then I went, I <clears throat> cost too much money. My hair is really thick, long. Yeah. So I started going to Sally's, you know, picking out a color. And then I'm in there one day and I was like, I think I want this fire. And I got this like fire engine red, like bright red. Yeah. And I just, and I, that was awful because my hair's long and it's curly. I look like a clown you know that <laughs> stupid but um then i just tried different colors and stuff like that but i've dyed it black mostly the purples and the reds now or the i don't know i like doing the orange on top now like that yeah and um i got this new dye last year during the pandemic and it took a higher frequency or higher um, volume yeah and um it bleached my hair out so i i took a picture i showed you yesterday how it was like red on the end yeah on that was where that orange was wow yeah and um i'm like oh i don't care because my hair is getting really gray and i keep telling my husband i'm gonna go blonde again because i was blonde for like six years when i was in my 20s yeah so i was like i'm gonna go blonde again because my hair is going gray yeah it's only gray like here it's not in the back or anything yet you know i like it so but um i don't know i'll probably just keep doing purples and it looks good that purple looks nice that that blues look at that see how the yeah washed right out that's crazy I didn't, one said purple passion and the other one said, hi, I can't remember. I showed it to you. Hi, something, hi, intense violet or something. Yeah. The, the passion purple was more of a blue. Yeah. And that like literally washed up. Like that's crazy. And this other different formulas. No, it's weird with my hair. The blue does not stay. Blues and greens do not stay. Like at See, all. I was always like that with red. Red always faded like really, really fast to like mm-hmm. that weird coppery brown. Nope, that doesn't leave my head at all. Well, because so you have red hair. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Why? I mean, I have a lot of red in mine. I did when I was a kid, but not yeah. like, for whatever reason, that color did not like to stay in my hair. Like that bright, bright, bright red. It always faded that weird, ugly coppery brown color burgundy was still down here from like a long time ago yeah burgundy stays too really good but i finally have all the colored parts out of my hair my hair is a hundred percent natural now right now yep yeah all of the colored parts gone yours is just pretty straight it's wavy it's pretty straight but it's wavy uh it used to be stick straight and then like around probably around age 35 my hair started getting curly in the crown and even like my hairstylist she'd be like how is your hair curly all of a sudden but it's since gotten less less wavy it was really wavy there for a while but it's not quite as wavy now I don't know I guess it's like a hormonal thing like I don't know I hear that your body chemistry changes like every seven or nine years or something oh okay so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but my hair used to be curlier than it is now. And now it's kind of back to being just sort of wavy. Well, mine was always curly and I was always straightening it. Like I yeah. Straighten it. My sister, she would iron her hair. Yeah. Her sister. And my sister, Pat, her hair was really curly. 
And um, I don't know. I just never like tried to even let it curl. You know, it would just be fluffy. You know, unless I, yeah. I, I did something to it, I relaxed it. I um, did all sorts of weird stuff to it. And then um, when I got older, I just realized this one day I'm like, I bet if I cut my hair like a certain, you know, cut it this certain way, and um, because it was just like really long, you know, just like yeah. Really and um, so I gave myself a haircut. And it's sure enough, like, you know, went into curls, you know, and I knew it would, but I never really wore it like that. So, and um, after having bleached my hair for years, I, I went back, I got my hair dyed back my normal color and I wanted it to curl. And it was, it's just, my hair is pretty frizzy. You can see it's mostly frizzy. Yeah. So I um, went to my hairdresser and I got a perm. It took him, oh my God, four hours to roll uh. my hair. And I can't remember four, four or five solutions with the yeah. perm in my hair. That was awesome. So I had this really long hair and I had this giant perm. It was really long. It was red. That was awesome. And um, I did that a couple times and that, that holds really good because my hair is curly. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It lasts forever because, you know, it comes out of my head curly. So it lasted really long. So I should, I'm probably due for that. I, but I dye it so much now it would be too damaged probably to get. Yeah. Yeah. But if I did that, then it would curl better you know, so I had to put a lot of stuff in it to get my frizz to curl at this point, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So, are you ready to make your videotape for book club? I am. I am. Do you know what you're going to yeah. Uh, not really. I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Put your bunny ears on. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna to have to do something about the lighting because he'd probably be mad if it was this dark. Oh, well, maybe not. You never know. Do you have one of those circle lights? I do, but that's too bright. Oh my gosh. Check this out. Look how green my eyes look. You see that? Uh, they just look brown or like black from here. Yeah. They don't, they do. <laughs> I was like, when I was testing it before, I didn't have my glasses on. I was like, oh my God, my eyes look so green. So they are it's hard to tell when it's only like this big, you know. Oh, I well, I had mine was when I was testing it before when I was putting the stuff up, it was big, you know, and I was like, wow, my eyes are so green. I don't know why. Do you have a circle light on? No, I got these little, um, these weird lights from, I did this show outside at night, Halloween 2019, at like a haunted park. Yeah. And so I had a building and it had electricity but I didn't want it to be bright. So I bought all these weird little lights that like hang. Yeah. These weird little like um, weird stuff. This is like a, like a pumpkin lights like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got all these weird little, these cool lights. This one's cool. It's more like flashes and stuff. Oh, cool. So anyways, and they have, they take batteries or whatever, but they hang. So I'd have stuff and then I'd hang it. Yeah. So I pulled some of those out today so that I, because when it's bright in here, it's like really horrifying. <laughs> the it's darkness funny. is better anyways. And you could see like, you could see the blankets and stuff. And I was like, no, so. I have my giant tub of, of Cheeto paws that I didn't even break out. I told you to bring snacks and then, and then I didn't even eat my snacks. I have those and I have mini Heath bars. Didn't even eat them. I have three dollars. Yeah. Did you ever so, get the giant, giant tub of the cotton candy balls? No. Oh my God, they're so good. Yeah. Have you had the cotton candy balls? No. All right. Captain Crunch has a cotton candy 
cereal. Did you see that? I haven't been in a store in like a year and a half to, to shop for cereal. So you can no. it. Captain Crunch has these cotton candy balls. It's cereal. That's just what you want to feed your kid. Cotton candy. For right. <laughs> but they have those bot, those things, those big clear things. Yeah. Filled with those balls. And it's like eating a little piece of hard cotton candy. Oh my oh. God. Like I'm not that. a candy person. I, I'm a chocolate person. Not, I'm not so much a candy person. I thought you liked cotton candy. I do like cotton candy, but not, not to like, like on a special occasion, like if I'm at the fair or oh, yeah. something like that, not like, I don't sit around going, Ooh, do I, I, I want some cotton candy, you know? Oh, I do. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm just not a candy. candy. I put cotton candy in those goodie bags. I know that's exciting. I was so happy. I found those little bags. Yeah. That was amazing. Cause um, the, the first ones I found they they were too big. They're huge. Yeah. They're like gigantic. And um, I was just going to order them from the Dollar Tree because you can order 30 dollars. Yeah. And handle yeah. It. So for whatever reason, we were out and about, and um, oh, I know, there's these little wood boxes. Okay, so the Dollar Tree has like a craft section now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So they get all this wood stuff and all this crappy paint you can buy. They yeah. got little wood chests. They're only a dollar, and they're perfect for those little vampire hunter kits. Yeah. So I bought a, a case, which is a hundred of the little black jewelry boxes yeah but i gotta do all this stuff to like joint them and stuff you know it's like work it's a lot of work to do it you know yeah so i, I go in the dollar tree to go get whatever i was in there for birthday cards a couple months ago and they had these little chests for a dollar i mean how can you beat that yeah so i went in there and i bought them and that's when i saw the cotton candy bags and i was like oh shit because they're huge they're like big yeah, yeah. so Steven, for the book boxes, they don't physically use a box. They wrap them in a bu the bubble pack. Yeah. Put them in those envelopes, the priority envelopes. Yeah. Right? So I was like, oh, shit, I can't get that. It's like going to take up a third of the bag, and it's going to get yeah. down really bad, right? So I was like, shit. So I was looking on Amazon, so I'm searching cotton candy, and there's all sorts of cotton candy shit out there. There's like taffy. There's suckers that taste like cotton candy. There's all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah, I came upon this like package and it had 30 pieces in the package. How can you beat that? And they were like smaller. So it said how big each one was. Yeah. And I bought it and it came and it's like a third of the size of the one from the Dollar Tree. So that worked out really good. Yeah. So and I put a little bat on there, you know, so it was cuter. But yeah. But so yeah, it's funny. You know, you 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 had sent me some of that violet candy. I love that stuff. I eat that like like it's food yeah so i posted that picture where you could see the violet candy in in the thing and i had a bunch of people say oh that's so cool that you put that candy in there and then one person goes i hate that candy it tastes like soap yeah it's it's like cilantro you know how some people yeah cilantro? yeah either like it or you don't so yeah I, mean, I was young i used to go to b altman's to get um um what was it clinique uh-huh clinique soap and all that stuff i used to go in there to buy it and they used to sell charlie perfume at the counter okay you can't they don't even manufacture the perfume anymore they so, don't no they only make cologne spray oh I think the only place you can get the perfume maybe is in france seriously i looked it up because i had like one bottle left of perfume that was expensive because i wear charlie anyways um so i used to go on to b altman's and they had a candy counter and they had the violets and they look sort of like those little mints, those little soft mints, you know, you put in your mouth and they kind yeah, of- Yeah, the butter mints. Yeah. yeah. So they, they used to sell violets like that by the pound. And that's when I first started eating them was because of 
I'd go in the Altman's and get them. And then um, they sell that. That's like a really that company, C. Howard's, is very popular or used to be when I lived in New York City. So you'd go up to a newsstand and there'd be gum and they would always have those boxes. So, and they're the same people that make the clove gum. I love that clove and blackjack. Yeah, it's the same company. Yeah. For whatever reason, those would be at newsstands. So I'd buy a pack of cigarettes and I'd buy violets. And I would smoke and I would eat those all the time. Aw. Figure, isn't that weird? Good memories. And then um, here, Nowadays, they sell that at World Market. They sell all that weird shit at Market. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they I have, love that place. Did I send you a Violet Crumble? Did I send you that? Uh, so it's like, it's like I don't think so. Candy. It's like, you know, sponge candy. It's like kind of hard and brittle. It's yeah, you didn't, you didn't send those ones. Oh, okay. Well, I'll send you one of those. They have them at World Market. Anyway, so it's like sponge candy, but it's hard. Hmm. And it's covered in chocolate, and it tastes like violets. <gasps> Aww. Yeah, so it's called the Violet Crunch, I think they call this. Oh, this cool. Canada, I think. So, so cool. those those are really expensive. They're like $3.99 at World Yeah, Club. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't look those up. I got the Snickers, though, and I lucked out because I got Snickers for Easter, and they were wrapped in purple. So how, I know. That was so funny. And everything just so like, kind of place, you know? And so what was the one thing? There was something. Oh, I had these bats, like these little bats. And I had clear ones, right? And black ones. And I was going to put a clear one in that represented violet and the black one was going to represent Roman. Yeah. I didn't have enough of the black ones. I didn't have 30 of them. So yeah. when we first put it together, remember we were just doing 10? Yeah. I counted all my stuff and I had all my stuff. It was like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And then you guys, he changed it to 30 and I'm like, oh shit, you know? And I dug through all my stuff. I, I actually had four purple bats, but that's not enough. Anyways, but so I'm the one that like made everything purple. I apologize for that. I know you were kind of like, oh, you can change it up a little bit, but yeah, I was like, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, it doesn't every everything doesn't have to be matchy matchy. It's all good. It, does. it must all be purple. So that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so all the, good. the Dracula guy, I got that that um spandex. It looks perfect. He's so cute. Yeah. And I had those little the little medallion for his necklace. I had those in purple. So that just like all worked out. They look really cute. Yeah. Some have little purple eyelids, some have pink eyelids, but yeah, came out really cute. And, and then I glued that long hair on them. And the first couple ones I did didn't work out. It was like, oh my God, what am I doing? This is like a nightmare. It's like, you sent me a video of somebody doing that thing with yarn, right? So that's sewn into the part. Yeah. And they do, right? And then I, I would never probably be able to cut it as nicely. And then they do that thing where they glue it in. Yeah. So, well, I'm using hair. I'm like using like if you go to Sally's and you get like a braid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You braid it into your hair. So yeah. they're like 24 inches long. It's just like yeah. black hair. So I cut a chunk out and then I like I do this thing where I glue it with um uh it's not super glue. It's this other glue, it dries fast, it's really thick. And I can take um scotch tape and like hold it onto the two sides of the skull head. And then when it dries, you can peel the tape off and it's just stuck on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put a little piece of teddy bear fur on the top for like the mohawk part. And it's really long. The hair's that long on the mohawk. And then they yeah. just goes into the other hair. And then, okay, so the first, I'm like, yes, I figured it out. So I do it and it's going down his back. And I'm like, oh shit, because he's got the cape. And it doesn't work because then he's got this hair like under his cape. Yeah. So I do it so that it would go and then like hang down to one side. Okay. So that would you know over his shoulder kind of so the first three didn't come out right so 
had a trial and error. Yeah, I ripped the hair off and had to start over. Then I figured out, and it was like, oh, boom, 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 you know, just doing it like everything else. But yeah, so and I wanted to make Roman and Violet dolls, and I had gotten that hair originally for that. Yeah, and I don't know how if I can sew that into a cloth doll. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, so I have some black yarn. I might try that. Like, you know, that, and I've seen that before, but I don't know if you have to get a particular kind of yarn for that. You know how, like, you know how they like brushed it out and it looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. And I might do that and it might look like super shitty. because I was shitty. just fascinated by that process. Oh, I watch doll stuff all the time. There's these people out there that take like, um, what are those, the Monster High dolls? yeah yeah take acetate and they wash the paint off the faces they paint whole new faces on it they take the hair out they do all this stuff with hair and i watch different stuff because i'm not a doll maker per se sure kind of doll maker sure and um so i watch these things and i'm fascinated by that stuff and they speed it up so it's like really cool yeah it's really interesting yeah there's people people are so talented no they do some really cool stuff some of them but I um I have a friend uh, Queenie that she does she makes dolls and and she'll make those vi- I think I may have sent maybe because she does vampire I I follow her on Instagram yeah she she's so freaking talented yeah, um so do some really cool stuff with hair I so I, beautiful it's amazing though I'm not so much into the Barbie doll stuff you know where they yeah. Barbie dolls I'm dressing up skeletons <laughs> so. right. But um, so- I love rag dolls. Those are my favorite. Like I, I just I think rag dolls are so cute, and like you know how you know the Rudolph um Christmas you know Sal the little, I think yeah. what is her I can't remember I can't think of her name off the top. But you know the 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 little doll on the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just love that those dolls. I it's probably related to being a kid in that era. Right. But I just, I love rag dolls so much. And I used to actually make them oh, yeah. really, really shittily. I mean, they weren't. Yeah, but still, that would probably be very cute. All hand sewn and like not done correctly. <laughs> there's, some, there's some out in the world, people bought them off of me. In, uh, and that's funny because Mike had really long hair at the time and he shaved all of his hair off. And yeah. I kept all that hair and used it to stuff these dolls with. Oh my god really yeah, oh, yeah. so uh, people have probably long since thrown them in the garbage or whatever but they yeah so people uh bought these dolls that were hand sewn uh that were stuffed with mike's hair he blames me for diabetes he says it's my fault so somebody somebody used his uh Revenue. hair as a voodoo they were super cute though. I mean, they were definitely uh, not professional <laughs> in any way. Sometimes those are the best ones, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think dolls are super cute. I love them. Like, I love the one that you sent me. She's so cute. Those ones are big. The, the bigger they are, the easier they are to make. It takes a little hmm. bit of time to stuff them and stuff like that, but um, bigger is kind of easier. Smaller is harder. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I've made so many of these ones that, you know, you're probably it's like a routine to you at this point. Yeah, and the ones I wanted to make for you are kind of a cross between this and the one you got. Yeah, smaller that version, but smaller, bigger than this. Super cute. So I wish I had that talent. I wish I could sew. You can. You can learn. I guess, but with what time? 
I mean, I would love to be able to sew though, like to be able to make clothes and. I don't like making clothes as much. Hey, Dirk, do you what? want something? What's going on? Okay. I don't know what's happening in this house tonight. It's, it's like, like a weird, what are you doing, Mom? weird vibe going on. I don't know what's going on. He's pouting, he said so. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I'm out of the loop. Well, are you excited about doing your interview at the end of the month? I am. I think it'll be fun. And Stephen's actually going to be on here, not next week, I think, but the week after. Yeah, with Angie. Is that her name? Tracy. Tracy. Oh, on here, on this show. On here, yeah, on here. All right, I thought you meant, because he's doing um, the interview next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's going to be on here. Uh, I think next week I have the guy from Horror, Horror House. Not Horror House. Horror House. Yeah. I think he's next, and then I think Steven, and then I think one more person, and then I'm done. One or two more people. I can't remember. Well, I'm going to take a break after that. Because this is like week 25. In a row? In a row. I only missed one week. And I didn't even miss that week, actually. I just had to change it to Saturday. Right. And some weeks I do, too. Right. So it's been, it's been a lot. And with all the other stuff I have to do, I just thought I need to like let up on something. You've been really busy the last couple of months. It's been crazy. Well, my whole job situation is stressful. And then, yeah. you know, prepping everything for the box took time. It's fun. It's fun to do, but it's still time. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to edit things and trying to write new books, like multiple books. So it's a lot. You got to do it when it's there. Yeah, you, you, yeah, for sure. So we'll see. We'll see. I thought I, I thought that what's going to end up happening with this is that instead of just talking to um, whoever wants to do it, I would just kind of stick to people I know a little bit for a while. Um, just like, you know, like chilling with friends, like real life people I know. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um it's been fun. It's just, it's busy. I mean, every Friday for the last, I think I started, it was before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been habit a while. Forming. It's a habit forming situation now. Yeah. And it was nice. Like you wanted to do yours on Saturday. It was nice for me to have a Friday night. Yeah. For change. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. We went to the store cause Dirk's last day was Thursday. And then I told him, okay, well to celebrate, that I'll take you to the store and you can pick out whatever snacks you want. You can have <laughs> as many and whatever. Yeah. So we literally just went down the chip aisle and he was just like grabbing chips and all the different yeah. chips and went yeah. down the candy aisle and he put some candy in and some uh, cookies. And then I had, I ordered him, he wanted pizza. So we had pizza. And so we still like for dinner tonight, we had, we didn't even eat dinner. We had, uh, snacks because <laughs> there's so many snacks in the house parents of the year did you do you think you did good this year in school did you think it was weird for him it was it was hard it was definitely hard because um the kids had to like manage themselves a lot right and um so it was hard because if you're a fourth grader 
and you're being trusted to go make sure you do your work, you're probably not going to make always the best choices with that. Right. So a lot of the times he would like rush through stuff to get it over with. And, you know, when you, whenever you do that, you're not doing your best. So he struggled some. And then plus he started the year with one teacher and then they went back to hybrid uh, learning. Okay. So he lost that teacher and another lady came in and she wasn't, she was nice and everything, but she wasn't, I don't think she was like super diligent on like making sure the kids were doing what they were supposed to be doing. Cause she had 30 kids online. And so the last quarter, a new teacher came in and he was amazing. He was so amazing. Like, I wish we could have him for a full year. He was so fantastic. And he was super like communicative, um, letting us know all the time what Dirk needed to be doing. And we got things back on course and he was so fantastic. Just really, yeah, he was like, just, and he's an older teacher, so he had a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that he was like that kind of uh, expertise level of he's seen it all and no kid is going to pull one over on him type of <laughs> teacher, you know what I mean? But super, super nice, but also like made them mind their P's and Q's. So he was great. And, uh, we were sad to say goodbye because we, I just met him for the first time face to face when we dropped the computer off on Thursday. And, uh, you know, Dirk had only seen him twice because he went in, um, we let him go in to do his uh, merit testing. I don't know if you, you guys do that AZ yeah. merit testing or whatever. We had him go in to do that because we thought it was going to work out better for him to be in person to do that. Right. And we were both vaccinated at the time, so it was fine. Um, and so he only got to meet the guy twice in person. So it's just such, it was a weird year, but yeah, when you're expecting kids to like manage themselves, right. mm, some of them are going to make better choices than others. I don't know. That age, though, <laughs> that age is kind of, you know, yeah, you're going to try to get away with exactly the student teacher even said to me she's like my own my own son was not doing his work but telling me he was doing it like yeah I think that was like a common thing this year of of either kids like rushing through it too fast or just not doing it and saying they did it and then playing dumb whenever the teacher was like you didn't turn in your home oh I did it I don't know there must have been a computer problem like pulling that kind of stuff so it's crazy yeah. So, yeah. Dude, if I would have been left to my own devices, I probably would have done nothing. Exactly. I know my kids, my, both of them tried doing computer classes in college. They hated it. Mm. They like it. Yeah. You know, they would, you know, same type of thing. You got an assignment, you got to get it in in time and, you know, and left to their own devices. Right. 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 Physically getting up and driving to school, college, you know. Right. So it's not so easy. You it's gotta not. Be motivated person and want to get a duck. Right. And it's kind of hard to expect that from a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he did fine. I mean, he he ended the year on a high note. So good. it is good. It's good. 
And next year he'll go back to in-person barring any kind of catastrophe that should arise, yeah. which I'm not foreseeing. So he'll be back to in-person. I worry about it all the time. Something else is going to happen next, you know, so, but it's a lot. Yeah. Sufficient unto the day is the worry thereof. That's what I try to remind myself. Okay. Don't worry. About in other it. words, in yeah. other words, worry about today and let tomorrow worry about itself. Yeah, worry about it when it happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only thing we can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, my sweet friend. Well, it was nice to talk to you in person. Yes, we will have to do this again just for fun, just to do. Definitely. Yeah, I've really enjoyed hanging out with you. Finally. I know we've been talking a lot. We talk a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Yes. So, nice I, to I, finally talk face to face. You. It's so pretty though. I love it. That's a great shade of purple. It is pretty nice. I like this. This yeah. is just the temporary stuff. Yeah. It'll stay in my hair. Yeah. Except for the blue part. So. That's the shade of purple. Like that's my favorite shade of purple. That burgundy-ish kind of one. It's Blackie. it's it's kind of like the color of Grimace, you know, Grimace. Yes. Yes. That, that type of purple is my favorite. And the funny thing is, is on our new record, mm -hmm. the purple on the record is called Grimace. Is it really? Is that funny? Yeah. yeah. Looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's pretty. I can't wait to see that person. Can't wait. Oh, you, you didn't take those pictures. Those are pictures. No, that's the label took those pictures. They just arrived. The labels in Italy. Yeah. So they just arrived in, in the office today. And so they popped those pictures up real quick. And the last time when they did Ionia, we got them like a week later. So I don't know if they priorityed them or what, but we got those ones really fast. Oh, so I'm hoping, cool. yeah, I'm hoping that these ones come fast too, because I just, I can't win them. And they're the cool little 10 inch, you know, they're not full size LPs. So I can't wait to see. Uh, and the artwork is going to be awesome. So I can't wait to see it and listen to it and hold it in my hands and whatever. So it's going to be great. Yeah. Hopefully this week. I, I, ordered, a CD. I ordered a CD. So. You got the little baby CD. Yes, I did. Yeah. Aw, so, cool. To that. Yeah. So, so the, we got tagged on some playlists, playlists today. Somehow people got advanced copies and DJs are playing songs already. I don't know how that happens, but apparently there's some djs that are already playing songs off of it the record company released it somehow yeah i don't know if, i mean that's possible that the pr like released it to certain people or something i don't know i mean we're not mad about it or anything we're just like how did they get that that's weird yeah, that's <laughs> i'm yeah. looking forward to it new music yes you hopefully you enjoy it yeah i will i will i told you i like listening to it in the middle of the night best yeah. yeah. I like yeah. to stay up late and I like to sew at night. And if you can't listen to regular stuff, you know? Yeah. You listen to so much talk radio or. Yeah. I have Sirius XM. I listen to the metal stations and stuff. And you can only listen to that so much. Yeah. My husband's like, I know. To the same stuff over because they kind of do play the same, you know? Sure. Same bands. I think different songs, same bands all the time. There's different yeah. panels and stuff, you know? But, um, yeah, I had to find something else that I could like listen to that yeah. was like distracting or yeah, you know, it's late, you know, and it's, I'm not really exactly tired when I'm sewing, but and it's too quiet. If you know, you want to be mellow though. Yeah. And it works really well. 
works really well. So I suggest that to anybody that's up late doing creative endeavors is to listen to your music. You know, well. honestly, I do get messages from people who paint or write that tell me that they listen to Lycia a lot when they're doing those things, which is super, like the thought that somebody is creating something, but listening works. to something that you created like that, because I want everybody be, to be creative. Everybody, every human being should be creating something. Yes. Um, so that's like super flattering to think that, you know. Yeah, it definitely works. It's, it's just got this like, you know, way to it, you know, I don't know how else to put it. It works. Cool. Cool. You know, I tried some other stuff, you know, this or that, you know, and it's just like, no, this is annoying me, you know, and you don't want to be annoyed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You hate it, you know, and it's not annoying or agitating. That That's a compliment. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know I mean? And it works it really, it works really good in the middle of the night. You yeah. Know, it's really quiet. And I don't like sitting in, in here either. And it's really quiet. That's like, that's creepy. Yeah, I like to be creeped out, but that's not the right creepy. It's like, uh, yeah, that's like creepy, creepy. You know, it's like when something falls and you're like, oh, great, I'm going to get attacked by a rat or something. You know, you know, like, what's yeah. in there? Nothing's in there. Yeah. I mean, like, you just, you know, so they yeah. have to have some kind of ambiance. Yes, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Works. Something to break up the loudness of noise, the quiet, the loudness of how quiet it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. it's, it works really well. So, so, and then I find myself putting it on like all the time then, you know what I mean? Like different times. Oh, good. Like every time, like I'll put on um, Sirius XM, say I have uh, Ozzy's Boneyard, they're playing too much Van Halen. I don't dislike Van Halen, but I don't feel like listening to three songs a day. So, right. And it's like, oh, I'm not listening to this anymore and I'll put you guys on, you know? Yeah. So I have good. YouTube on my TV so I can just go to your YouTube channel like that. Yeah. So when I'm at my sewing machine, I have my phone, I plug it in. I get a speaker there and then I can go to Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works the best, you know, that works the best on my phone. I love Bandcamp. Yeah, I, and I find all this weird stuff there. Yeah, that's it's so good. Yeah, I, I just find the weirdest stuff, you know. So, you know, me, I type in stuff like blood, vampire. <laughs> yeah. I music and I find the weirdest stuff, you know. Yeah. Kind of fun, but. That's cool. So, and I don't find that anywhere else like that, you know, YouTube or anything they're all hmm. too um conformed or you know they're watching what you're looking for and then suggesting things to you yeah yeah yeah. like what's that one spotify i don't like spotify that much i don't like hmm. how they like you know if you put on a typo negative channel or, or lycia channel they throw this other stuff in yeah sometimes it's irritating it's like oh i don't like this band or i don't want this or why are yeah. you doing this you know and you can only skip so many songs yeah 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 unless you pay for the upgrade yeah. or whatever yeah so i like band better it's like that so and if i like something and i listen to it enough times and i'll pay for it you know for sure I listen to somebody's album for 50 times and i pay for it right 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 like that. i'm like if i'm listening to it then i want it on my phone too then you know yeah so but yes yeah, so i think they're better with that stuff personally finding odd things there and not that you're odd but well but it's not like we're there mainstream i was glad you know and you know, and I, I think I had, gosh, I had something already either downloaded or from Bandcamp, you know, from before, you know, and I think I put that on first and then I, and it was from Bandcamp, you know, I was in my Bandcamp app and then I went to your channel and I'm trying all this stuff and I was like, oh, this is perfect. So it worked out really well for me. Good, good. So I think I told you that I like cold. I like that one the best. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. But yeah. 
but then I try everything, you know. I told you I'm buying one at a time. Because remember, I bought the one. You go, oh, why did you buy that one? I'm like, I don't know, because it was there. It was, it just came up. Well, and the good thing about Bandcamp is I think Mike has everything set to pay your own price. So you could theoretically just download it for free if you wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah, but, you know, still. So, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes. Now I'm going to go make my awkward video for the club. No, it's not awkward. You move the cheesies. Ch chips. Oh yeah, I'm gonna move the cheese. I'm definitely moving the cheese. Although yeah. that probably fits in weirdly enough. Because but no, I'm gonna. I'll move the. I'll move the snacks off the. Well, oh, I'm so excited to you. Ordered, you ordered more books to send to the boutique. Yes, they should be there June second. I think they said June second or third. So yep. those will be there, and then he's got to send me more book plates. Yep. And it's yep. awesome. I, I can't say it enough. I told you so. I told her, <laughs> told her a while ago, you know, I was like, I'm telling you, these would, these would sell in here. You know? I'm just overwhelmed. Cause you know, it's like the first time I've really had anybody take me seriously. Um, oh, well, no. the, the, I um, you, but the, the I, I also, I also have to thank the, uh, the, my brain's fried. I can't even remember what I was going to say. Uh, Hornet, Hornet.net, yeah, Hornet. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they um have been super, super, super kind to me, also. Um, but like, yeah, it was such a like, I can't believe they're gonna do my book. Oh my gosh, they want my book. They want my book. Like, such a. It's but it's definitely. It means so much to me. Like you don't know. There's like a demographic, you know. There's like a type of person that I think would like your book, and it's yeah. There's a a clientele that they have in that store. Yeah. Who's in looking for cool stuff. Yeah. And that store is very unique. When you go, you'll see that. I can't wait. Well, when you when you go to the French Quarter, there's lots of voodoo stores. There's a couple, well, at least one or two, I, maybe three witchcraft stores when I was there in 2016 walking around. And so from um, a high a high volume one, like a, a real witchcraft store, and then these little shops. Yeah. Girl has some stuff. And then same thing with the voodoo shops. Some that are really stylized and some that are like down and dirty and really fun. Some are very touristy. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Place there, you know. And I don't know anything about New Orleans when I went there. And um I went to all those stores to look, you know. And she definitely, Marita definitely has the most unique, weird stuff, you know, that's specifically geared towards vampires. Yeah. Which is very gothy. Yeah. And there were maybe a few things. There's a couple artists that sell to some of the other stores. There's a girl that makes these really cool little coffins. And I saw them in a couple other stores, you know. Mm. But I don't see them. They're not like a thing that you see all over the world, you know. It's right. Like that girl lives there. She makes them. But she has all this really um, odd stuff, fun stuff. Nothing too disgusting or gross or weird or anything. Yeah. Like that. You know, it's more fun, you know. You know? Yeah, yeah. But um, really unique, you know stuff that a vampire if they needed to go christmas shopping for their vampire friends <laughs> like that kind of stuff you know so there's a specific type of person like you or me that really likes vampires that likes that kind of stuff and you just go in there and like every single thing you look at every single thing and you're like oh my god that's so cool oh, look at that wow where did that who you know it's just like all sorts of stuff like that and there is nowhere else like that seriously you know yeah into a lot of witch witchcraft stores you know a lot of voodoo stores there not here but um 
they buy from a general place. There's places that they right, buy. right. So they all have the same stuff. They have similar things, you know. And yeah. uh, I can tell you that my stores here in Des Moines that sell similar things to other places, New York City, Minneapolis, you know, other places I've been are a heck of a lot cheaper <laughs> than you know. You can go in there and get little things, you know. And um, there was a place in New York that I used to frequent, and um, they buy their candles. They literally buy their candles from the place that supplies like Catholic churches. Yeah. Because they want clean, perfect candles with no, yeah. Yeah. that you know are made properly and stuff. Right. The candles that come in the glass jars, you know, and so that's kind of nice, you know, you're getting a clean candle. So, but um, so they all kind of buy from the same yeah place, suppliers, the right. same places, you know what I mean, for that stuff, and then kind of you know package it a little differently maybe, but she has completely different things that nobody else has. Yeah. You know? And since she's opened, there's been a couple other vampire stores open up. There's one in um, Austin, mm. and he sells a completely different kind of thing. Yeah. They might have a few crossover things. Is that the glass coffin? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's got different kinds, like taxidermy things. And yeah. <coughs> they can't sell that kind of stuff in New Orleans. They have a law there. Oh. You can do that. So they have to, like, it has to be certified. <laughs> like where they know where the dead animals come from and stuff like mm. that so you'll see like when you go there like alligator parts because alligators are really popular obviously in louisiana sure. they're up they have like a sticker on them and there's like a number and stuff it's like certified by the state so because i have a friend here that's taxidermist he does all this cool stuff and i gave him a box of coffins painted them black and he put bones on them they're beautiful you know so i sent her one i thought maybe she could buy them she can't sell them because it's not they can't get them off that's interesting yeah so anyway, so there's certain things you can't sell, you know, and certain things you can, but she's just got all this like cute and wonderful, bizarre stuff. And it's like the same demographic of people, young sure. girls like your stuff or not young. I'm not young, but you know what I mean? Like the type yeah. of yeah. likes the stuff that you like, the kind of music you make. Yeah. Sense. So anyways, it's, and I knew it. I just was like, if you had her books in here, she got a big shelf, tons of vampire books. She handpicked them, you know, so a lot of them are authors that she knows, people that lived in New Orleans or people that she contacted years ago. She loved their book and she wanted to carry it in there. She yeah. Gets autographed, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this, this girl, she's this, would this would sell here, you know, Aww. So, and I told her and I told her and then the book club thing came up and I'm like, oh, you got to get this in rotation. I got the books from you. I sent them, you know, and she's like, oh, I kind of remember you telling me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I told you. Anyway, so that's all, that's cool. But look at, they're selling them. So that's awesome. You know? I know. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's the first store you're in like that too. So yeah, yeah, it's I, exciting I, to me. And I knew it would, I, you know, it's just like, um, it's just the right, um, the book just fits, you know what I mean? Violet just yeah. with that whole like aesthetic, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. She and does. It's, it's really cool. And then you made that up. So that's like, <laughs> bizarre i know it's so much fun you know yeah so yeah but i love it and i think that um i'm hoping we get a lot of people for the interview at the end of the month and i hope so too yeah that would be really fun see what comments people can ask you questions about her and i know i i'm that's what i'm that's why i'm not going to go into too much detail in the video because i want it to be a live conversation where people ask questions and yeah. You know, cause I can't sum it up. I'm not good at summing it up anyways. If you can't tell by my book descriptions, it's like, they're very, 
yeah vague. But, but I, like i said to you the thing you said about how you dreamt it and then you're like oh I gotta yeah read the book yeah and how you always say oh they tell me what to tell them like because you're like yeah you see for sure people like you like you know yeah so you can talk about that yeah, I will. And it's it's a very. Religious. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, though. I'm not gonna ramble on for very long. Okay, so it's gonna be good. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be good. We'll see. Put your bunny ears on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll right. see. Well, I will see you tomorrow. I'm sure. Yes, no doubt about it. And I will and... send you some pictures of the Draculas. They're all yes. naked right now. Blood and hair was drying today, so. Yeah, right on. Yeah. All right, you go get some sleep. It's probably yeah. late there. You have fun. I'll see you guys later. I'll see you later. Yep, talk to you later. Husband hug for me. I will. Bye. 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 Bye.